Three, two, one, LFG. And we're live. Welcome to the LFG podcast, everybody. Oh, man. 2019's right here. 2019, December 30th, 2018. It's uh, 10 after 11 in the morning, Sunday. Your boy Eric, your boy Nick, coming to you live from Clearwater, Florida. We, uh, we're starting this podcast because we want to... Sit down, talk, bring in some interesting people, interesting concepts, talk about what it's like to be a young entrepreneur, yep. what it's like to try to grow a business, deal with the day-to-day struggles of a family. Bullshit, the good stuff, the bad stuff, the interesting stuff. All the bullshit, all the fun, all most importantly, all the real stuff. So we're going to start it, we're going to go at it, we're going to go at it with 100% like we do everything in our lives and... Um, well, LFG. Let's fucking go. Let's go. 2019's right around the corner. Everyone has ups and downs. So, right now, dude, last night I was listening to the Joe Rogan podcast. Uncle Joey's the best. <laughs> Uncle Joey is the man. But, um, we were talking the other day, you were saying you just bought, like, 264 tires? Yeah, 264. Um, so, the end of the year... Trying to kind of get ready for next year, looking at what's out there, where prices are going going forward, where the market conditions are right now, and um, it's something that's been on my mind for a long time, basically like most part of this year, because I knew I had numbers that I had to meet, and I wanted to see where my business was without pushing it. Yeah. So how many tires do you think you purchased all year? Like if you just bought 264 in a week, how many do you think you bought? Um, probably close to three or four thousand. Um, so one shop in Oldsmar, one shop in Holiday. The shop in Holiday. Um, how many? How many thousand? About three or four thousand. So just this one purchase, if it's three thousand, that is roughly almost nine percent. In just one day, that's pretty badass. Yeah. Well, it it kind of just like made sense. Um, so, like I said, I didn't know if I was going to do it, if I was going to make that commitment to. A, this is Michelin BFG products. So right now in our industry, um, Goodyear, Bridgestone are teaming up. Michelin's kind of at in a position to where they don't really. They're buying out different um, tire wholesalers to sell their products through, but also they're working with one of the largest wholesalers in the United States right now, American Tire. They just filed Chapter 11. So that's a huge company that I watched grow at a tremendous rate over the past seven, eight years. Um, A lot of business that we were doing, we started working with them more over the years because of how great in the industry they were so that was just like a a huge step back for me and I was like wow like you can really fail no matter how big you are if you're over leveraged if you're not looking at the future and in their case the the rumor is is that they were over analyzing the market so companies like Goodyear and Bridgestone that are selling tires that they're manufacturing they looked at it like, like, wow, that could hurt us going forward. 
because they said we're coming out with a new program that's going to say we may not need to stock 10% of a 215-60-16. We may need to um, stock 5% of that and get a different size tire. So it hurts the manufacturer uh, because they're trying to move as many tires as possible. Oh yeah. So pretty interesting, um, but back to it, I think the, the, the order recently um, is going to benefit me going forward and um, it's something that I can pass on to consumers as prices potentially rise this year. That you have better deals, yeah, yeah. I didn't even think about that. It's crazy, yeah, and you bring up a good point, not looking to the future, because I've seen the same thing in two companies in my industry, two cleaning companies that have gone out of business for two different reasons, and one of them was they didn't really know what they were getting into, they didn't have the work ethic required, they got over leveraged, and then they just gave up. Yeah. It was that straightforward. They didn't even last probably more than two or three years, and they had a huge franchise backing them. So even going with a huge backing and a little bit of money, if you don't have the work ethic and if you don't have the the understanding of the good and the bad and what you gotta do to, to make it good, you it's easy to fail. And then yeah. with somebody else, they were fairly successful for 10 years, if not more, a husband and wife, the gentleman was a Navy vet, knew more about logistics in organization than I ever will or than most people. She had a good work ethic. They did good work, but they got over leveraged. They, not financially, I don't think, but just with the work they were yeah. doing, they were too dependent upon certain jobs and all of those jobs were extremely seasonal. So, um, you know, that forced them when there'd be slow seasons and they'd have to lay people off so then they couldn't yeah. really keep help. But the most important thing, in my opinion, why they failed was because they they made the business too dependent upon themselves. They never looked for ways to grow people within the company or bring yeah. people on board to take on more of the burden so they could focus on growing the business. Yeah, so. I think that's a, that's a huge part in becoming a self-employed business to becoming an actual business and that's that key factor is you have to realize that you can't be the depending factor because if that's the case that business lives and dies off of you mm -hmm. so um, growing people in your company is a is a risky position because like we said you can't over leverage yourself um, you can not look into the future and look at um, certain things that may be seasonal so, so certain times you have to pay for people that you're not really using to their highest potential possibly if your marketing isn't isn't on point so well and something that I've learned over the past year in terms of understanding the concept is any business will have downturns or a slow month or a slow quarter or you hate to say it a slow year yeah but if you constantly are working towards a goal and you are somewhat structured properly you can absorb those hits those losses and know that it's just part of the process yeah. like a company like Ford right now their stock is down to seven dollars and change where they still sell a lot of cars 
they have a ton of cash in reserve, they're spending a ton of money in research, yep. but for whatever we reason, their stock is not performing where it needs to be, but that they've been in business for over 100 years, and it's gone up and down yeah. 50, 60 times. So it just, it happens. Like it's well, not- yeah, and I think that's like what we talked about the other day. Um, a little bit, when I was a little bit younger, a few years ago, probably about five years ago, I was day trading. Um, for two years, I did that as almost a full-time thing. I took a little bit of a step back in my businesses. I had a manager come in, and I was day trading in my office all the time from 9.30 to 4. And then when you get home, you're you're constantly reviewing the market. So at that point, I underst- I started learning about charts. And charts show you patterns in in everything in life there's patterns so a a company like Ford right now we know is a great company a great long-term company a company that's been around their market share is is huge from a commercial standpoint I believe like the stats like 90% of companies are using Ford products as their like fleet vehicle if you look on the road and like electric companies, um, plumber companies. 90%? At one point it was a crazy number. Well, and I believe it because and they, in, in the work, if you consider a van, a truck, uh, uh, an EMT van, all of those things, if you consider them tools, there is nobody who makes a better work exactly. vehicle tool than they do because they are in every industry yeah. at different sizes, towing capacities, any, you know, any variable in that industry, they have everything. And they're constantly working at developing more and getting better and doing all that. Yeah, so you look at a company that from a microeconomy, we see them in our, in our worlds. And then from a larger scale, you know that they're selling products all over the country. Yeah, they're all, huge in China. All over the world. It's huge. So when you look at their stock, you say, okay, they're getting beat up now, but maybe this is a good investment. Mm-hmm. So right now, I think if you look at it, I think it's like a, um, what is the yield on it? Uh, I'll look it up. So yield would be your dividend payout on the company. So if you own 10 shares every quarter for Ford, you would get X percentage, whatever the yield is. And um, that's one of the big reasons why I strongly like Ford right now is because of the yield, because in the market conditions... 7.68%. So that's so what not, does that mean again? So every quarter, every share you own, you get... 8% se- of the earnings? Eight, no, 8% of the... So if you own... 60 shares, so 60 times um, 0.8% is your dividend um, yield. So $4.80. Yes, so you'll get into your account. So if you own, so at that point it's compounding. So, Wait, so take the number of shares and multiply by 8%? Yeah, well, whatever the yield yeah. is. Oh, wow. How much is it? For you, it's like $4.80, but for what I own, or what, when I make another purchase soon, it's going to be like $55 yeah. every quarter. That's $200 a year. That's just doing... money sitting there. So No to add. Wow. And that's why I think Ford is such a good company is because we know long term. Right now in the racing world, um, 
M Sport, which is Ford's racing division, is is dominating. Well, hey, just to interrupt, Apple, which is the richest company in the world, their yield is only 2%. Exactly. So Ford's is four-time that. Completely different industry. Well, and it's enough. But that's how much money they have and how much money they're willing to re- or give back to their investors. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I think think that's definitely um, a great... Something I'm looking heavily into for 2019, um, especially the fact that the market markets are so high right now. I think we did just have a little bit of a, a correction. Um, as of last week, it did bounce back. I didn't follow the rest of the week. Where is the market at? Are we up or down? Um. <clears throat> Fucking beautiful out today. Yeah, it's fucking nice. We got New Year's Eve coming up tomorrow, which is gonna be wicked. Popping champagne. Pop bottles. The uh, stock market as of today, Nasdaq's Nasdaq is at sixty five hundred. Dow Jones twenty three thousand. S and P twenty four eight. I don't know where it would be for the year yeah. or whatever. I mean, it, it's, it's, it's gone downhill a lot the last yeah. three or four months. Let's put it that way. Well, also, so when you look at numbers, um, they always talked about the Santa Claus rally and things like that. That's a big thing. Also, depending on how the year went, corporations could be selling off massively. So from a big fund standpoint, they may have used this as a tool to bring down their taxes. Because yeah. what you do is a lot that that's a that's something a lot of investors um, think about is at the end of the year if you take a huge loss that comes right off the top. That's pretty much what we've been doing for yeah. the past few weeks. So just a, a completely different scale. Yeah. So paying bills, taking care of what needs yeah, to be done, and I mean, well, we we've talked about this before. That's like the concept of a lot of people have a misconception of a write off. So some people, are, they have excess money, so they go out and buy a new car. Or they go out and buy fucking eight big screen TVs for their house to have one in every room. And then they say, well, where's all my money? So, yeah, so if you're doing, if you're, if you're doing what's available for businesses and things like that, and you use it the proper ways, you're, you're benefiting yourself. And that's why... We think a company like Ford is a is a great is a great company to look at because they're doing things in the right manner. Just got that right. <clears throat> so LFG, what does that mean to us? To me, to you. I mean, it, basic terminology means let's fucking go, but it's a way to instantly get hyped on whatever you got going on instantly reconnect with how how focused and how much like energy you can bring to something you know you can have a bad day we all have bad days you can have multiple bad days but to be able to ride that out and say lfg let's go get it like let's yeah it's it's gonna happen but you can we can figure it out kind of thing 
Well, I'm sure that's something when I was when I took entrepreneurship in college. I'm sure there's something they touched on. It's they always talked about having the bigger picture, right? Did you ever do that broomstick um, thing? What is it? The broomstick concept. Um, so basically, um, one day where we get to class and the teachers like everyone outside. So like we fucking we follow the teacher out into like the courtyard and he has a few broomsticks with him. Um, and he used to have one of the kids that were our, one of the guys that were our age. I was probably like 21 or 22 at the time. And he, the kids all like giggling and shit. He knows what's about to happen. So the teacher has everyone line up and says, hold this broomstick up and try to make it balance on your finger. So everyone's going in line. Like a few people know how to do it. Maybe because they're whatever, whatever reason. Mm -hmm. But, um, so most people, what happens is, is they look at the bottom of the stick and they look at their finger. So when you're looking at your finger, you can't, you don't know what's going to happen going forward and things can happen and it throws you off course. So you get off balance. Uh So then he says, all right, just look at the top of the broomstick. So, and as soon as I was able to do that and put the broomstick on my finger and look at the top, you're able to anticipate what's going on. And I think that's a huge part in like, in life. Yeah, you know? it's 100%. I mean, if you... LFG, let's go. We have a big picture. We know... We... we, we yeah, the big picture is what we can see or what a lot of people can see, but a lot of people don't have the ability to keep their head up. They are looking too much down, metaphorically, and that when the problems do arise, it just it, it hurts them too much. It takes too much time to rebound. They think about it too much. They lose too much. You know, we all have issues, but you got to be able to balance it and keep working focusing yeah you know, set goals figure out what do you want to do today tomorrow this year three months whatever your metric is you gotta be driven otherwise you're never going to get anything done or whatever you do get done is pretty boring yeah that way. <laughs> yeah well yeah you, it's easy to get at a point in life where you're going through the motions when shit gets you down so i think that's that's kind of like what LFG means to me too is just focusing on the big picture and just every day it makes life almost simpler too because every day you just if you're just focusing on the big picture all the bullshit day to day is just part of yeah it's all part, it's part of getting of, to part the, to get yeah. yeah it's a yeah it's a good way to put it another reason we um we wanted to start this podcast is the ability to ability to you know allow more people to learn what we think it takes to be a successful business owner, successful person, good person, you know all the things it takes to really build upon or build an empire to have a lot of people in your corner and have success not fo- not only follow you but follow everybody who believes in you. So I hope by listening, you guys learn something from our business experience, our real world experience, whatever education we do have. We got a lot of good friends that are going to be coming on. We're going to be doing different things, going to different places, traveling, but most importantly, always keeping that LFG, let's fucking go mindset and just hopefully everybody can build on it.
The Uncle Joey mindset. The Uncle Joey mindset. <laughs> so we hope everybody enjoyed this first podcast. It's been fun. Uh, we look forward to 2019. We look forward to growing with you. And uh, let's fucking go. Let's fucking go. Thanks, guys. We're live. So you've never seen anyone dilute coffee? No, I'm not. Like, I've put ice in it. Or, like, (laughs) I've never seen anybody take a cold bottle of water. and. Yeah, it's hot. I put fucking... Every morning I go to the drive-thru and I ask them to put ice in my fucking coffee so I don't burn my face. (laughs) I know when they didn't do it right. Because you can feel it immediately. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, but it could be if the coffee's not as fresh as... Or I don't know, that's like... Yeah. It's got to be so insulated there at Starbucks. No, it's it's actually going downhill. I've, um... I was actually looking... That, what's that one company that they make the, um... What is it? Rifle? Rifle Coffee Company? Yeah, Black Rifle. Black Rifle. Yeah. yeah. Their ad the other day, it almost got me. Where do they... But you have to buy the coffee and make it at your house. They don't have like, yeah, a store. Yeah, so you can't go somewhere, but I've been thinking about not Dude, going to Starbucks as much. you do there is have your own little coffee shop. Like a little... fucking kill it. There's so like, many people that walk... Because this is Highland, so there's the, the bus line. Oh, here. yeah. That's the bar. Great fucking client. You could just tell... Yeah, Fuzzy's across the street. You could tell Otto to put the espresso thing there and just ball out. And just make... I, I asked my grandfather the other and night. And had Boosie's mom have a little art studio. Damn. Damn. That's a good deal. You got to look at that thing. So, um, LFG, January 6th, 2019. Happy New Year, everybody. Happy New Year. We're back on the air. It's Sunday night. Um, everybody's good. Everybody's great. Happy New Year. Drinking fucking coffee. Getting ready. So, it's been a busy week. Going into week two of the year. Um... Well, actually, technically, it'd be the first full week of the year. Um, yeah. Really fucking hyped. To be really honest. <laughs> like, no other way to put it. We're uh, we're planning on starting this podcast every week. Um, LFG basically means let's fucking go. It's all about getting hyped, excited, um, wanting to motivate not only yourself, but bring everybody else around you up on a constant basis. And that's really what it takes to be a young entrepreneur, somebody who is taking all the risk and is really um, trying to grow a business, but you know, no matter if you're young, old, whatever, you can still do it. You just got to have that desire, the work ethic, and that self-belief. So it's pretty much why we started this podcast was to just let everybody understand how our minds work and um, what it is like on the day-to-day basis, all the real shit, all the fun shit, all the... The struggles, the good times, the bad times, the real times. Well, that brings us to a good, a good point right there. Um, we got 2019 just started. Last year, the markets have been hot. We've been talking about trading a lot, what we think is the best investments going forward, whether it's investing on our personal businesses or investing in stocks, investing in real estate. Um one one thing that's going on right now is the markets are just getting opened up a little bit. A lot of volatility. Apple, something that everyone knows and everyone at one point believed in, but now they're starting to show signs that maybe people don't believe them as much. Um, 
a lot of people I know have iPhones and now more people are switching than ever Samsung, before. Yeah. So, I mean, um, what's the stock at right now? Apple? Yeah. Um, like 140s, right? It was over over 200. It's, um, one second. I think it's 146 or something like that. Yeah. It's in a weird spot. For, I mean, it's dropped to over a hundred dollars, or just about a hundred dollars within the past six months. Yeah, but it's you know it happens. Um, yes. So, long term, it'll be right where it wants to be. Apple right now one forty eight four. So I mean, so we've been talking a lot about Ford stock and the yield and stuff. So right now we have Apple at one forty eight. It's got a bottom dollar. I mean, I I don't think that's going to be going under $100. Can we both agree with that? I don't think it's going to go much lower than what it is at. I think it has bottomed out, to be honest. Do you what do you think mm-hmm. their their next move is? Cuz we're 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 talking about what we're doing for our personal businesses. So I think it's kind of interesting. We have a a CEO that's showing fear. He's coming out and he's saying, listen, we are not going to hit our numbers. So, like, what do you, what is your take on that? Well, I think he's being a realist. I'll give him that. But um, at the same token, you can fix it. Like, I mean, even if, if, the, if there are that big of problems... There's not a company in the world in a better overall position cash, than cash, so like they can yeah. fix it if they just stop complaining and bitching and figure out what they're doing wrong and figure it out. Yeah. So he like you said it earlier and I kind of agree he's not really the man for the job like now that there's actually you know he inherited a really good situation. They or, ran with it for a while. Like a really I good mean, situation he ran into with how good of a company and how relevant they were under Steve Jobs, but. Times have changed. Technology has changed. The competition is well, making heart. Heart has changed of the company in itself too. Well, yeah, I think he, that's he, a he huge. Was, he was the company factor in um, a company's long term growth is someone that is keep obviously like you, we said. Tim Cook is not the guy to get you keeping hired. up. Yeah, he's not. He's not. They're not thinking of it at that point anymore. He doesn't have that LFG mentality. No, he does not. So. He would not be on our team. Um, so I wonder, yeah, I wonder if the rest of the company, like their board and the higher ups, the people that actually matter, I wonder if they are in agreement with our theory on it or our opinion, or if they love them, you know what I mean? Cause you could, you do see CEOs get fired and things change. Yeah. Like, um, obviously um, well, this this year in itself is going to be an interesting year, I think. So we have Trump, where he's at. The the liberal, the left side is just still attacking him at full force every single day, every move he makes. So you have a lot oh, of a lot of, gonna, and it's not going to stop. That's the unfortunate reality. Is like whether you are Republican, Democrat, left, right whatever nothing's getting done 
at the extent that it could be if people actually just shut the fuck up and like and just worked, worked and yeah and like to it better did it you know <clears throat> figured out ways to not be so different like we're all working for the same thing here and that's half the battle right now in the country is you know you don't have enough people that just say like we are american whatever we'll figure it out like it's always yeah. my way or the highway or his way is the wrong way like it's nobody wants to give yeah i think we we lost that <clears throat> and everybody wants everything now and it's just it's it's breeding a culture that's just so different than even in our lifetime i mean in our parents lifetimes for sure yeah like you think about the 1970s and even the 80s which is 40 and 30 years ago but we know so much about it because our parents grew up in it. Yeah. And it's part of our culture. We, music, yeah, we the music we listen to, the yep. music we grew up listening to, movies, styles. We know a ton about it. And what we got going on now is entirely different. Like, yeah. it's not even remotely close. How people act, talk, and everything. Yes, it is. It's a different world. But, I mean, you got to have doers... What is the term? You gotta have um, dreamers and doers. Dreamers and doers, and some people that don't do. Some people that don't do. Yeah, that's one hundred percent. Wicked. This lady calling me who's coming for an interview. She's got her own cleaning company and she just she's Hispanic, doesn't speak a lot of English. But she's like, look at my page. I have truck. I have tools. <laughs> and you see the picture? Is this guy on a ladder cleaning a window? I have truck. I have tools. Where is he in Cuba? No, she's in Tampa and she wants to work. Oh yeah, she's she gonna right bring there. the whole crew with her. Look at the look at that advertisement. Look how much information is on that. You can never read that. <laughs> and I and I don't think she understands what but whatever, I'm gonna meet her tomorrow if she shows up. Who knows? Um Oh man. So Whoa. then we were talking about New Year's too. Um we had New Year's Eve at Mike's house again this year, who Mike, uh, for any of you who don't know, he's a close buddy of both of ours, also a young entrepreneur, part of the LFC lifestyle. And, yeah, just uh, making ribs right now and planting, what kind of tree did they transplant? Some sort of crepe myrtle, which is a nice <laughs> tree, but dude, I saw a picture of this tree Casey put online, the tree is huge. Yeah, I can imagine. Like, it's a big, you knew it was it's a, yeah, a I mean, big it's ass tree. A big job. <laughs> I mean, it's a big fucking tree. It's a nice tree, too, so good for them. Shout out. Um, but we had New Year's at his house. It was sick. Most people got blacked out. Um, yeah? Did you get blacked out that night? Yeah. Hard, hard. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ended up playing flip cup, drinking games, and it just got really out of control. But it was a good time. What, uh, you did it up at your house? Yeah, we ended up just hanging out. The family came over. We cooked out. I grilled. Did some wings, some sausage and peppers, some, um, some, like, turkey wraps. 
It was a good time. Oh, yeah, I remember seeing those things. Yeah, it was Boston. good. Yeah, those were sick. Yeah, those were, those were a go-to. The turkey? Yeah, yeah you got every, Everything actually went. I was pretty pumped about that. Oh, it was better than Aunt Patricia's? Yeah. What, what was the, the well, birthday she, dinner? No, she tried to do a... Um, we went to Columbia House on New Year's Day and actually ended up having it. My, but no, it was Christmas Eve. Christmas she Eve, she tried to do it. It was a... Um, Paella? Paella. Yeah. And just fucked it up. So. Yeah, it wasn't that good. What it is, is when we went to Columbia, and we all had it. So it was we, phenomenal. Yeah, but the fish and stuff that they had in it. You know, there was octopus in it. There's scallops in it. Well, it's a hard, it's a hard it. dish to make because you're cooking. Think of those things you just Everything said. Everything. Those are four different seafoods. White asparagus. Four different seafoods that have to be cooked four different ways. Yeah. And then you have, if you fuck up rice, which is easy to fuck up rice, then the whole dish sucks. That didn't go well. The rice was yeah. not, and rice then, wasn't right. And the, the worst part was is to try to speed things up, they got like, um, they got like freezer um, crab legs and it was, you could just taste the salt. And Patricia, hashtag the goat. <laughs> yeah. Well, hey, Christmases can be better. And usually we have a big octopus. So they forgot that so, part. You know, she get shoot or shoot, she gave her a shot. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, New Year's New Year's was good. We just hung out. Um yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, this week honestly I had no idea what day it was. And I'm yeah, still Yeah, the past like, two weeks have been like that. With Christmas and then New Year's, you don't know what the fuck day is Sunday. Mm-hmm. I'm just I'm still um recovering, but yeah, it's Sunday. Pretty much starting the week. You've Not, been you've been doing those those early mornings a lot, like the five five forty fives. Yeah. Yeah, I've been you've been sending me those Snapchats at like <laughs> fucking four forty in the morning on the fucking um, Courtney Campbell Causeway or something. Just grind, yeah. Now, dude, it's you got for me. I get more done in the day. I get more like the morning. I, that's like two or three hours worth of shit I can get I know. done. It is nice. And then. The whole day just falls into place so much easier. And then like you're done earlier. Like I love being done with like the majority of my yeah. responsibilities by like two or three o'clock. Well yeah, then you get, then we can do the shit that we want to do. Yeah, we can do this. Like that's one thing with this podcast we're trying to figure out. So if anybody's got any ideas, suggestions, feedback, we're trying to figure out um, how to get it on a schedule and really be committed to it and just keep going at it and getting better and, and yeah. doing the best, getting the best interviews, just having the best conversation, doing all things to be the best. Yeah, I think this is a good way for us to to talk about different topics from investing to business strategies and talk it out, figure out what's best, what's not best. Um, I mean, I've been watching a ton of podcasts on... Um, Right now, my new kick is on saunas. I've been saunas? Wanting, I've like been the, wanting to get an infrared sauna to put out back. on saunas? Well, I saw it. Like, it's something like health, you know? Yeah. I try to stay healthy, and it's like a podcast on that shit. Then you start thinking, and like, like a sauna is good for you. Just It helps you relax. It, um, so what it does, it, an infrared sauna supposedly makes you sweat from your like fat cells whereas a heat sauna makes you sweat like from the outside really? it's like your skin 
it's good for your skin, but it's not really doing anything internally. And infrared, I guess, heats differently. So it's, it's just good for you. That's pretty cool. Yeah, so they say that <clears throat> there's actually crazy studies that, like, if you use a sauna two to three days a week, your expected life expectancy goes up by, like, 20%. If you oh, use a I'm sauna... Sure. Five to seven days a week, your life expect like your overall life, like your longevity uh, is increased by like forty percent. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's just, like it gets all the best. It just, yeah, so I guess that's a huge thing that people that are researching it because from just like we were just talking about our parents at that point, the things we were eating, the activities we were doing were so much slower paced than where we're at now. Mm-hmm. So now. The things we're eating and the things we're around, maybe emissions and stuff, it just, in order to clear it out, it takes more effort. That is wild. And I put, yeah, make, there's a lot of logic in that to get it out of you. Well, like food, another thing. Like you're starting the garden, that's a prime example. Like, why do you believe it's good to have your own garden? And I'm sure a lot of it has to do with the food quality. Like having it food at your quality, the actual you get it mentality, and then just the whole pro the whole process of starting from a little tiny seed, yeah, and planting it and watering it and just letting it live. I mean, it's a cool process to see, and then there's so much to learn over the course of doing it. You know, there's things you have to deal with with the weather, hot, cold. Fungus, yeah. disease, uh, insects, rodents. You know, has the pests. Beer, has that beer thing you did where you put it in cups of beer, kept it? Well, like, yeah, that's supposed to just keep deter slugs from being there. Right now, we're also sprinkling coffee um, grinds in the beds and also crushed up eggshells in the beds, and all those things are helping to some extent. Um, well, it's probably nutrients too for the. That, those are natural compost. So, you know, I'll walk out there in the day, and there'll be a lot of like little bugs because all that stuff's decomposing. Yeah. So it's kind of you know it's that's not a bad thing. That's actually yeah. Comes, that that soil is already so fertile. Yeah. That soil is only just gonna get better and better over the years. Oh yeah. Take care of it and like, you know, put good stuff in it. And well, is, isn't that how they do big farms? Like there's areas where they'll farm for oh, X period of time. And then put it in like a decomposed state and move to another area. I'm not really. I mean, I'm, there's so many ways to do it. Yeah. One thing I did learn, like, let's just say we have collard greens planted in one particular part of the garden. You don't want to plant them there again. Okay. You want to rotate things. So that's one, or to some extent. Yeah. So at so. a smaller scale, you're already doing what large scale farms are doing. That's pretty, it's pretty cool. What was the first meal that you made with uh, your garden? Your garden produced fruit. I've made. Um, what have we made? We made. Um, you said kale. Yeah, kale. My mom's making kale smoothies, so like with kale and um, either like grapefruit or orange, like orange pieces. I mean, they're they're pretty good. Um, I've I've sautéed collard greens. I've sautéed kale. I put collard greens and eggs, all different things. I mean, I haven't gone super crazy yet with it in terms of different recipes, but uh-huh. you know, made things four or five times. The radishes that I made, um, you know, had them with sat like just a regular salad. I put yeah, like all okay. different 
all different things. Those so, look, I saw those. Those look like they came out real well. They were pretty decent pieces. Yeah, I mean, those were the radishes. Okay. So, I mean, yeah, basically what we're trying to do, my new phrase is sell the dream. Trying to sell somebody on the dream of... Fritz Farm Co. Something, uh, something that everybody kind of has seen and aspires to. <clears throat> and we've all, like, you know, we grew up a farming culture, but now it really only exists at the massive scale because that's how we feed America is because there's so many massive farms. Yeah. Like, so you need to do it in order to, to feed 300 million people. So, um, to do it on a small scale, to do it in your backyard or, you know, in a, in a cool place and make it nice. It's something I'm enjoying and it's something that I hope other people have the same yeah. thought. And then from there, it'd just be a fun little thing to do on the side. How many, do you think you can get a few meals a week out of your, own produced farm vegetables well things certain things you can't like these radishes for instance uh -huh. i planted them they took about two months you pick them so when they're when they're ready you cook you use but them. you can have them in your fridge though they've been in my fridge though for probably about a month or six weeks and they're still good yeah you may have to like shave off some of the the rotten pieces or whatever, but yeah, I'm surprised by that. And like with the kale or the collard greens, you trim them back just like like if you get a haircut and your hair keeps growing. Yeah. So with those two vegetables, and there's a lot of other vegetables like that, where you'll trim a few leaves, you know, not a few, like you'll trim a decent amount, and then like with my size, my size. Well, kale, kale, you could probably get a, a pretty good amount consistently. From. So yeah, we will you'll trim it back three to five times. I think we're on like time four now. So we'll probably get one more time when we trim it back, and then we'll just rip it all out and put something else in there. But with my scale garden, like I have one row of kale, which is about eleven or about eleven feet in length, one row. Uh huh. And if I trim it back, I mean, you've got enough for a lot of servings like i mean a lot like you could do a few you could shakes. feed a family you could yeah. feed a family of four probably two to three times each that's pretty interesting or at least at least two so you get more out of it than you think but it is a small space there's only so much you can do with it but were like you, were you surprised at how long the radish lasted yeah i honestly forgot about them in my fridge and my mom said she had them the other day and was like well i'm like how long do you think Fruits and vegetables and shit are sitting on trucks before they get to the supermarket to sell. A few days, a few It depends days. on where it's coming from. Yeah. Like if you're getting strawberries from Plant City, within probably, with, within a week. Yeah. If you're getting, you know what I mean? By the time think they, about how much downtime it is by the time a consumer gets it. So having your own garden is really, yeah. that's beneficial that you have a few days of after it's done. Of equality. Oh yeah, when I mean, and the whole reason this kind of ideology and thought process started was when I went out west and like I had a salad that just tasted so fucking fresh. Yeah, like, you could taste that, taste the difference. Yeah. And so those are, and that's where a lot of those massive farms are is out there. All you know, all different operations of different sizes and scales. So. It's something that's cool. It's you know, it's something that I'm excited about. Like you, you're learning something new and doing something different. Or like that idea that I had to put like different style planters. 
Yeah, that's pretty you cool. You know, it's just basically... You're going to put potatoes in it? That's what we're going to do first. Potatoes? Yeah. Well, they... Potatoes grow, like, root up, and then the potato actually grows in the soil, right? Yeah, something like that. So, originally, I was going to plant it in those... You know how I got that big 30-gallon black um, yeah. planting container? So, I don't know if this is big enough, because it's not as deep as a 30-gallon, but I, I texted... Um, Cindy, the woman who runs the garden, and she said that'd be fine. Oh, okay. So, and they're pretty cool. Those things are pretty cool. Like, I mean, you could plant anything in there. Yeah. Or you use those things as ice trays, or you know, it's a multi. No, yeah, that'll um, be that'll be pretty cool. So yeah, that's the plan there. Um, how many how many yards of rocks did you um, backfill? Were you putting the um, well the, the chicken the, fucking like, bar? You can see how sloped that is there. I wish I could zoom in on that. Um, I had to put two yards of fill dirt where the chicken coop's gonna go, and then the gravel. I put a yard of gravel, but it was spread out in all the different places around the house. So um, we're making progress. We're getting there one day at a time. Years just starting, and fucking hype. Let's fucking go. <laughs> yeah, for real. Yeah, I mean, I almost pulled the trigger on a, a sports car. I've been doing a lot of the, like we just did our first poker run and we're going to be doing more events, just hosting stuff and being a part of more stuff. So a bunch of my buddies are trying to, they're talking me into getting a car. I mean, I've, I've been wanting something for a while too. I'm still rocking the E39 M5. So you're, you want to get another sports car of some sort? Yes. So... Is there anything in particular that you really want or it's just whatever you find the right deal? Well, I've been looking at a bunch of different variations, but something I, I keep my eye on is a, a Nissan, Nissan GTR. Um, that's a kind of, that's one of the cars that I really enjoy. What the fuck are those? Floor cleaning equipment? Like a, yeah, this is the next purchase. Is... As soon as we talk about something, he gets on government deals and just starts going to town. Yeah, we need, uh, I'm looking at expanding my cleaning business into um, professional floor cleaning, like stripping and waxing floors, cleaning carpet, um, just basically floor cleaning. So um, you need certain equipment to do certain jobs and you got to basically start with, start somewhere. So we'll see what happens. Well, that's how the, uh, the Tennessee trip started a few years ago, right? Yeah, I mean, I won it off of this yeah, website. Yeah, you won, you won some equipment. He called me up. He's like, hey, you want to go? It was in Tennessee, right? No. Yeah, we, need a, we need to do another trip like that. Yeah, that was a good Maybe time. Maybe I need to buy this. This is in D.C. This is a lot of equipment. I heard D.C. is just a madhouse constantly. Used. Yeah, I wouldn't really want to spend much time there. Driving but it would there. be it would be pretty cool though to see like the White House and that shit like up yeah. close in person. Yeah, I've never seen any of that. That, that would, would be, be pretty, pretty cool to drive through it and then not have to deal with all the bullshit of like being with your family and like everybody wants to fight <laughs> and like just don't want to drive through Atlanta again. Yeah, now we'll skip Atlanta. Atlanta. Yeah, like look at this. So this is like a five thousand dollar machine. Yeah, but it's an auction. How the fuck does that work? You have to sit there and keep 
bidding after I've, someone I've, else I've bids. won three auctions from this site. See, like eBay, I have never really bought anything off Dude, of eBay. Start, of this website's pretty sick, and like I don't but think the auction is what gets me. Like I don't. What do you that's mean? just a pain in the ass. Well, if I want something, what I do is I know if I wanted this piece of equipment right here, I know it's going to be over. In four, four days, days and 21 hours. So you have to check back so in. So on that day at 5.48 p.m. So there's been times where I forgot about something and didn't bid because like I just forgot. Well, see, but that's, like the if, con- that's why I don't like it. But if you really want something, you know to get your ass here at 5.40 on that day. I literally wait until the last minute. Yeah, you and got then I get, to. I get it. Have you ever been in a bidding war? Yeah. But I ended up, I ended up winning. You know, yeah, I think there's one time. I think there's one time I lost, but I've won three auctions now. The one from Alabama, uh-huh. we went to Tennessee, but from Alabama, I won like housekeeping carts, mop buckets. That was when I first got that. Remember those rugs? Those yeah, shitty ass rugs. That was like a hundred and fifty dollars. And he just got a bunch of shit. A bunch of shit, and we got a vacation out of it. Yeah, fun vacation. Then, no, yeah, that was next that was thing. I, next time. thing I won was in. Um, like, look at this. 17 carpet cleaners. Like, <laughs> sometimes it? it's just like a stupid deal. Right now. 150 bucks? Yeah, but it's, you know, it's got a whole nother, it's got 10 days of bidding. Um, 17 other pieces of cleaning equipment. So, you know, you can literally just get so much for so little. And, and you, then. You always get them for a decent deal. Phenomenal deals. I mean, I wouldn't buy it if it wasn't. But um, is there like um, automotive equipment out? Yeah, yeah there probably is. Everything here. Yeah, enjoy yourself. Literally, those are all Fucking the categories. Fire truck. I search Ford Rangers. I look for Ford Rangers on here a lot because you get you find them all like uh, fleet maintained. A Ford like, Ranger. Um, no, dude, look up a Bobcat. I've been. That's something I really want to get into is heavy equipment. Yeah, that yeah, there's one right there. There you go. But there's your locations. So this one, you know, so I basically bid if it's in a... Well, yeah, those are good deals because those fucking bobcats are like ten to 15000 Yeah, and then all you got to do is go up there with a... Tri- yeah, that thing like, looks like dog shit. Yeah, but you'll get hooked get on Get some this. paint. Like, I love this website. Like, I just get so hyped about... Well, I got the dually. Dude, let's get a fucking bobcat. Wow. If that warehouse... That warehouse would give me the opportunity to do that. If I had a place to put it... Yeah. Well, in order, if I start building these gardens, that's the other thing I was thinking about. I need all this equipment because like you're not yeah. going to be shoveling. No, you need something you need like that. One hundred percent. Like t- think about think about today with all, all those that. rocks and dirt. How much faster you would have gotten that done if you had a little backhoe. Cat- Look at this loader from Caterpillar. This has got this thing. Is sick. See that thing's sick, but the that's the problem. You well, know, it's a, heavy. It's a, it's a different piece of equipment. Yeah, but you know how heavy those are? I got a bunch of those on the side of my shop. Someone's like, hey, do you want some tractor? Um, like some tractor wheels? Yeah. I was like, yeah, it'd be kind of cool. I'll cut them, like make them, make them a walkway. They weigh like 1,000 pounds. Just got, pure steel. How much? Like 1,000. That's sick. Look at this gator, which it's like for a fire <clears throat> station. Like, you can find some sick shit on here. How much are those? This Seven grand? Yeah. But, dude, that thing is pretty sick. <laughs> like, Yeah, well, I'm sure that has a lot of, like, you what? can, that's, like, something good for, like, a racetrack or something. Oh, uh, yeah. 
I mean, there's everything. And so what I do is I'll go by categories a lot of time and then location. And then I'll say, okay, well, these are in Florida. You know, you start looking at things that are close. Because it's – you, See, I, you I have use, to look at this pretty regularly to find the deals because – See, I use Facebook, Marketplace, and Craigslist still. I use both of those still. But this is a different – Yeah. This is a, be, a bigger range of products and tools all at, better, at better price points. Yeah, all government-owned, school boards – um, airports, like you can also go here to location search and then just type in your zip uh-huh. and then within a hundred miles of here and then see. So like Bel Air right now is selling two F-150s. Really? And I was looking at these because they're the same year as mine, 2011, which is a good year, but these are beat up like crazy. The inside of them is just dog shit. Yeah. The problem is, is those are the base ones. 4,000 is not a bad price for that though. Yeah, I know, but I'm just... You know, I like looking. You see, uh, computers. I mean, UCF is down here. They probably they literally shit. just sell so much shit. It's just unbelievable the amount of technology stuff they have that, that they're selling. Like they have Apple computers on there sometimes. Like all garbage or they're older. Like the lap, the desktops. You know, are old. Yeah. It's like from early two thousand. So like, this is better than that. So like, yeah. it's kind of. It's it, with technology. It's weird to go backwards yeah. unless you're getting. But I mean, they got everything. Um, so yeah, I've been keeping my eye on um, those bobcats. Hell yeah! Well, um, week two of the podcast. It's been a good one. Hope everybody has a good week. <clears throat> Have a good one, guys. We'll see y'all next week. Stop it. Yeah, 33 minutes. No, I'm not. Like, I put ice in it, or like, <laughs> I've never seen anybody take a cold bottle of water and go. Uh, they take a cold bottle of water. Can't hear your voice. I don't think. Go. However, that's all it has. Huh? Why is that all it has? I don't know. No, I'm not. (laughs) Well, good thing is I still got it on here. No, I'm not. Like, I'm, is that all you recorded? Like, <laughs> no, it was going. And, it went for go. 33 minutes. <laughs> oh, fuck. But, like, you can't hear you. That was the thing that I noticed. Like, I don't. That's fresh. I don't know. You know what it is? It's going really fast. Fast right now? Just press play. I saw it. What the? I did something where it's like not. Yeah. I knew I, like, right when I hit record, I was like, I don't even know how to use this. <laughs>
Like, that's the first thought I had. Because I thought this is recorded and I pressed it and nothing happened. And then I realized, well, that's record. Wait, so what the fuck? What just happened? I don't know. I'm really... You ever heard those stories about me and Mike when we went to the golf course a few times and we blacked out on one hole two times in a row? (laughs) We get through it and we don't know if we've played it (laughs) or we were there we were looking for our ball. I'm really confused right now. Do you have any idea how this works? I have no fucking clue. No, I'm not. Like, I'm, I said it. Or... That was the beginning, though. Yeah, that's all we got. I mean, you would think it's pretty simple. Not like a nice in it, or like <laughs> I've never seen anybody take I don't understand what's going on right now. <laughs> no, it goes all the way out to here, but it can't hear me ever. What the fuck? Uh, we're planning on starting this podcast. Um, LFG basically means let's fucking go. It's all high excited. Um, I think we need to be motivated to bring everybody else around you up on a constant basis, and that's really what makes sense. To be. They have headsets. To who Damn, let's go buy headsets right now. He's taking all oh, the risks. No, is really. I'm fucking not going. All right, well, let's go to Best Buy. Check them out at least. I don't know if I fucking want to do that right now. You can go. We'll just look it up online first. Headsets. Headsets. Headsets would be legit. Oh, yeah, they have fucking mics, too. Yeah. So, maybe you just need one mic and two headsets. To start. Okay. We can get those dog shit ones. <laughs> we should get the <laughs> dog shit ones. I'll talk to Googie, see what the fuck he's using. Well, that's... We do need it. So, yeah. Right, it's part of the learning curve. Well, we got the backup. Same project. Yes. Over and out. What do you think? That's the new intro. Um, that just worked perfectly right there. I like that. That yeah, gets me. Got me in a good spot. Yeah, I like that. That'll be like our, you know that they say some people you have that thing. Like when you need to get in the zone, they you can like, um, like my baseball coach used to be big about that shit. 
like you do a routine that gets you in the zone instantly. Yeah, I was reading something recently about like, or no, it was a jo- I was listening to a different podcast and he was talking about what music does to you and like how music can put you just in a different place and put you in a great mood, get you excited, get you pumped, whatever the case may be. Music is a very powerful thing that really is a positive in my eyes. I mean, I'm a huge person with music. Like I said, I was listening to music on that drive up there when that old guy. What, the guy from the donut? (laughs) Yeah. Said he wanted to buy you out? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I was was in the right mindset that day. I had enough good music before I got into that one. What'd you listen to? (laughs) Um, Probably just the new Lil Wayne stuff. Just really got fucking hooked. <laughs> yeah. Just got excited for it. That's hilarious. Yeah, so Nick just got back from uh, the Rolex uh, 24-hour race over in Daytona and uh, said it was a time. Yeah, I mean, I was out there with Michelin. Um, they had me come out for the weekend. Um, they just basically, as of years in the past, they were only running with a certain division so the race has three or four different classes in it and they only had one class so this was the first year that they had everyone in the race had their tires on so that was pretty cool that was a huge this is a huge day for them they were excited um so yeah it was just an awesome time hell yeah yeah how many tires you said they had there so some people said they had 14, some people said they had like 13, between 13 and 14,000 tires. Each team was designated 36 sets of ball tires that not for like the um dry tires. Then they that that didn't count rain tires. And for safety conditions, you you can have as many rain tires as you may need. So there's no limit to that. So they had another they had six thousand rain tires. Just the one the one guy from that came in and spoke to us, he was the um at one point in time he was the head of like the um I can't remember exactly. But he said they had enough rain tires to last a full season if they wanted to with them. They're just that they're that's they that's a company no no, that's a company that that prepared to make sure that whoever they're working with feels comfortable, basically. Yeah, that's all, yeah. So, like, times in the event. Um, the pole positions this year, the pole positions last year um, were what they race, what they run on the track with no one else out there. So that's just, like, their, the driver's best times. They were only a second off in the actual race. Of with, what they, even with the bad weather, yeah. Yeah, even with the bad weather. They were still doing... At, with the downpour, we were watching the... the um, every time they pass a point in the track, it, it gets their top speed. And they were only like averaging about 12 miles an hour slower in the rain. Then, yeah. So how fast were they... Or the average varies, basically. <clears throat> so yeah, in dry weather, they were peaking out on the back straightaway at 194, 195. And in the rain... The first lap, they were already up to 170 after a yellow. The second lap, they were back up to 189. Like, it's just crazy. 
Dude, that is so fast. How do you even see? I was talking to a, a guy. You know what I mean, was, like your your awareness and your sensory stuff has to be so good in order to do that because your reaction, no matter what decision you're making, whether it's you don't you can't decide. Yeah, it's just it's like it's like when we played sports, like when you played hockey, like a goalie. But your instinct, your instinct yeah, takes your over, take but over. you still have to look at what's around you, like yeah, you have instincts. In so they're taking in so much. You have instincts, but if I was playing hockey, every game was different. Your physical well-being, how'd you feel, how'd you sleep, Yeah. you know, how, you, did you eat before the game, you know, what did you eat before the game, and then there'd be times where I'd go into a game, honestly the best games, and you would agree, you always play, are just when you're super relaxed. Yeah. When you like, go into it and like, you're just having fun, you're just showing up, it's Friday <laughs> night or whatever yep. it is, you're getting ready to go play, and you just do your thing, like... You know, scoring two goals and, like, getting a couple of assists or whatever. Like, it's just like, fuck, yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're just out there. enjoy. Like I said, that one – the guy that won – that was on the winning race team, one of the drivers, he just stepped down from F1. He's a, He was a champion in F1, a champion in, in world rally racing. And now he just won his first fucking race in this division. Like, what the – like, he is – Well, this is technically class or classes below, though. It's just a different type of racing. Like F one is a is a fundamental. It's like any. It's like hockey or football. You can't really compare, I even gotcha. though it's in the same. I got you. Yeah. What's well, a different kind of car? It's just a different. different yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I got you there. So. It's sick. Well, a different. Um, it would be like wrestling or jujitsu or something. That's a better like, better example, probably. You know. Yeah, it's a different. Uh, Specific type of yeah, I can't think of what I'm trying. Tried a different class, different genre, a different um, style. No. Oh, what the fuck. Yeah, I know what you're trying to say. But. <clears throat> but that's sick. And then what do we got? We got the. What's the one here? The Grand Prix is usually in March, April. Yep. So St. Pete Grand Prix is coming up. Um. It's March or April, right? Yeah, probably March. I, I don't remember exactly. You got Super Bowl coming up next Super week. Super Bowl, word Tom the, Brady. Word on the street, you're going to have a little soiree. Yeah, we'll have a Super Bowl party. I think that'll be fun. Yeah, it's going to be sick. Tom <laughs> Brady's going to come out there with the fucking chest beaten, just ready to roll. Who, I don't, to be completely honest with you, who are they playing? I don't remember right now. Um, The Los Angeles Rams. The Los Angeles Rams? Okay. Formerly known as yeah, the St. Louis Rams. <laughs> no, nah, the Rams are dirty. They got some players, but well, the, uh, the I other don't day s- they were th- they had the retro game on. When was it? Like in the early two thousands when they played. Well, they played when the those two teams yeah. played. That was two thousand and one. Okay. Yeah. So they, I think that was the two thousand. The Rams won that year, right? No, the Patriots. Patriots. Won. Won? That was Brady's first win. Oh, okay. That's why, like, I just the storybook of this. If he, he's got to win. Yeah, it's just it's it's something that it's written for it. So like, and if that's what you want, you got to believe it's gonna happen. You know what I mean? Like, the, but see, that's the thing with sports. Is what do you think? The, but the it's a odds, coin toss. Yeah. But what do you think the odds on that game are? About to find what? out because I was looking for that actually. I mean, it's got to be in their favor, right? I think I'm gonna bet it. Yeah, New England's favored. 
They're probably favored by three and a half or more. They're favored by at least three and a half. I mean, if it's three and a half, I think that's a good bet. Because I think, I think if they're doing well and Tom Brady's on, they'll win by 14 points. I'll, 10. So you got New England at two and a half point favorites. But I gotta. I don't like this website. Let's go somewhere else. Won't it change closer to the game? Yeah, it's it'll change. Uh, is there a is that are they regulated on how much it can swing? It no. can't swing like more than ten points, can it? The only way it would swing ten points would be like if Tom Brady broke his leg. Oh, this okay. Week. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's the I only way it would go that. Um. What the heck? Trying to figure this out. Anyway, New England's gonna win. That would it would uh it would definitely paint a big picture. You think Tom Brady will retire? No, I just read another quote. This is why I like him even more because it shows you where he's at mentally. Is they <laughs> asked him if he was gonna retire? You know, after this. Or I don't know how the question was worded, but his answer was win or lose, the chance of me retiring are zero. How old is he now? Forty, early forties. I guess he doesn't. He doesn't really get hit a whole lot, does he? Well, he takes good care of himself. Yeah. But to, yeah, you're right. They showed another statistic. They've only played two games during the playoffs, but he hasn't been sacked once. So that O line is just dialed yeah, I mean, in right that, now. As long as in his contract somewhere they get the fucking <laughs> Think about that. His O line. His O line. And is I'll just keep playing. Five just bears that just. But think about a guy like Brett Favre. If if his O line was that good, that motherfucker would get hit all the time. Well, he was just a, Brett Favre was. Where you were, t- we were talking about him last week. I don't know if you were at Boosie says we were talking about him and just like, I loved watching him. Yeah, like, he's just hilarious. Like. He gave, he he put on a show. Oh, he put on yeah. He was the show. Yeah, like he would literally do anything, take hits. Yeah, you know, like he would just dance. Make it happen. Like yeah, he was Brett Favre. He was, but he's another one that I wish he would have had a, a junior. So like we had the chance of a junior, another <laughs> Brett Favre coming up. Because like supposedly in the Manning, you know Peyton Manning, Eli, all them, they their nephew. Is like twelve and supposed to just be like just a little a stud. stud. <laughs> it's like everybody's already hyping him up. That's awesome. And you know it's gonna happen. Yeah. It's literally. I mean, they'll give him a shot. His grandfather is Archie. The the sons, all three sons. The oldest son is. What are they fucking breeding over there? Pretty much. <laughs> you got Coop, Cooper was the oldest brother. They gotta be breeding. <laughs> Cooper was supposed to be the it, and he got hurt. But Cooper was a. Res- and this is a close story. Cooper was a senior in high school as a receiver, and Peyton was a freshman starting on the varsity team. What? So Peyton was a freshman quarterback going to his senior brother. That's pretty badass. Like that's a good. That's a good. It, it got him probably just so dialed like at a young age. Yeah, and Cooper went to Ole Miss, which is Archie's alma mater. Peyton said, "Fuck Ole Miss." Went to Tennessee. That was like bad blood. Like when he said, "I'm not going to Ole Miss." <laughs> And then Eli went to Ole Miss, and then they Eli, just all, Eli followed the Eli, Eli had to get back on track. Yeah, dude, and everybody's always hated on Eli. I mean, everybody after, hated on him in college, and he's got two rings. Yeah, 
he beat Brady twice. Like, yeah, I mean, so those were some good games. When yeah, that's when the Googie games. family, D, <laughs> DJ's dad and his sister Jess, jumped in the pool after they won the Super Bowl <laughs> in 07. Like, for no reason, just to celebrate, just said, let's jump in the pool. <laughs> that's hard. Think about that. There's, like, no reason to jump in the pool except you're so excited. And <laughs> it's something to do. That's hard. Uh, when are we going to get him on the on the show? I don't know. We got to get him on the show. We got to get on their show. Yeah. Did, are they just talking? They're just talking strictly hockey or sports in general? Mainly hockey. That's why I want to... I got to listen to theirs a little bit more to get a better idea of what they're doing. Yeah. But um, mainly hockey. Like, they've had guest speakers... Um, I mean, whatever they're doing, it's working. They get in costumes sometimes. I could see Googie I don't getting know. dressed up. <laughs> Googie was at uh, Gasparilla, though. <laughs> I haven't spoken. I tried calling today and answer. So. I just, I just saw his pictures. He dressed just, like a pirate. Just like a pirate. Yeah, you knew that was coming. Yeah, dude, I was looking at some of the pictures of everybody there, and it's just like such a shit show. I have zero. Like, <laughs> it's all you there. do is dress up and drink. As much as humanly possible. Like, I honestly, I got to experience Gasparilla, I think, from the best standpoint. I was, like, 13 years old playing baseball. We used to throw beads out from a float. And the, all these chicks would be flashing their tits at us. <laughs> Our moms would be, like, out there throwing um, beads, too. And they'd be looking at these women. And, like, all of us. Yeah. <laughs> Time. I've never actually been. Like I know all about it. Like I've You've been... never been to Gasparilla? No, so I mean I'm gonna go. You know that's gonna happen. No, you got the only way you gotta go is on a fucking float, I'm telling you. Or but dude, I'd like to go on a house at a house party. Like if you could go to No, work. you I'm telling you, dude. That shit sucks. Everyone just gets pissed drunk. It's never a good time. Everyone's too drunk to have a good time. Yeah, but don't you think it's going to be a little different on a float at 28 years old than when you're 13? Hell no. It's that exciting? It's that exciting, dude. You're in a parade and everyone, anyone that's watching you go by wants beads and they're fucking hammer drunk. So yeah. chicks are on their boyfriend's shoulders. Just, yeah. And they just, they're just, it's just fun. It feels free. Well, like the best was, is when like people would like be dicks at, to us and like throw beads at us. We were, we were all like. Prime in shape, and we would just chuck beads <laughs> yeah. at him. Yeah, you got a lot of good memory. How many years in a row did you go to this? Um, probably like three or four. Like we oh, were, so we peaked, were aging you, when you we were going. Peaked early, yeah. yeah. Have you ever been though, like, like as an adult, like, and partied? One one time I went. I went with Sarah that time, and we got there when the parade was ending. So by the time we got to the bar, everyone was hammered drunk, and it was it's just a miserable. Show, yeah. Yeah. Dude, the one thing that I know that I've heard, and I. I understand, and that's another reason why I don't want to go. Is because like South Tampa is so small, and there's getting so out. many people there, and yeah, everyone's hammer drunk. Getting out of there is impossible. Then. Well, I got a buddy that told me he, he he would go on the boat every year with his family. That's what Colby and them did. But they took the boat obviously from here, or they launched somewhere like that, closer to Tampa yeah, Bay. Yeah, but if they took it from here, that makes sense because he said they waited two hours till the sun went down after the parade. They got to the boat ramp and it was still an hour and a half wait there while people are hammer drunk, arguing. So it's better to actually go from here because you don't have to do it. Yeah, with for sure. Oh. If they went from from Clearwater all the way there. How that long was, does that take? 
probably like an hour and a half, two hours, I would assume. Yeah, because you got to go all the way down to the Skyway, right? You yeah. think he went that far? I mean, you have to. It's the only way to get into Tampa. Yeah, you're right. But they got the boat. They have the boats to. They do got it. the boats to do it, so it's not that bad of a trip. Yeah, that's like going to the. That's probably like going about, to the middle. Probably ground. about an hour and a half to two yeah, hours. Yeah, that's that's a smooth, that's a decent, hundred percent better to do it that yeah. way. Yeah, well, the only issue was it was freezing cold. Yeah. So and you're going fast as shit, and it's two hours. They're probably just getting hammered drunk. Speaking of boats, I was watching um, McGregor's thing, looking at a yacht. Have you? Would you ever want a yacht in your life? Of course. Yeah. Yeah, I know that is like because the only way you have a yacht is if you have the money for everything that comes with a yacht, which is a, a captain, a crew, mate. I mean, you can't. It's so big and it floats like you've got to have like yeah you can go anywhere in the world yeah jerry jones the owner of the cowboys that's what he bought for like i know you think that was bad juju no see i was actually talking to somebody about this and it just shows you how ignorant everybody is is it's not like he woke up in june of this year and said i want a yacht (laughs) like that's something they've been planning and building for Couple years, years, yeah. Like that to build something. I think it was 110 feet. You know, yeah. So like, once I heard that, I was like, yeah, it's 100 percent right. I do not believe it has. You know what I mean? Like yeah. the media will spin it like that, and it's like, this has been something they've been thinking about for a while. <laughs> like, well, yeah, to do and, something that extravagant. So, and the media itself will is, just gas. It's it. whole, yeah. Its whole design well, is is to hype something up yeah. to get people's attention. So that's the fucking problem with media. Yeah, fuck them. I remember one time when I was playing hockey, I got so high before a game. <laughs> and we were playing, because we were, it was a high school game, we were playing like one of the shittiest teams. And so I'd, like, I'd get high for the crappy teams. Uh-huh. And just like went out there and was like skating like I was on cloud nine. Like the ice and like the white just hits you. <laughs> Fucking got a hat trick that game and just Hell got yeah. so hyped. Dude, those are the days. Oh yeah. Yeah, back um well that's I I actually had this conversation with a guy last night on the way back from the races to the hotel. Like for me, the whole thing with the rally car and racing and stuff is giving me that feeling again of being competitive. There's nothing like being competitive once you've been in competition. Yeah, you've been in anything. Yeah. Well, business is extremely competitive. It is, so but it's it's, it's a, a different, different feeling. Yeah, yeah. I think once you once you understand the mental side of it, the physical side of competition um, definitely is like almost relaxing. You know, it's just yeah. Whereas in business, it's mainly mental and not yeah. so much physical. Yeah. So like the physical side is like a, a, it's an just escape, an escape yeah. from biz. Well, business. I was talking about it today. It's like you get better at it. It gets easier, but just the challenges become different. Yeah, like exactly. The challenges compound. Some and of they them get to a higher level of thinking, a higher level of thought, a higher yeah. level of risk, higher yeah. level of reward, higher level of just like I figured out something today to basically change my pay structure to myself. That's fucking genius. Yeah, I've been I've and, been trying to figure out a way. And I got it, and I figured it out, and I figured it out by t- talking to somebody. You know, I called somebody that I trust, and I know is going to give me good advice. And, like, that's, like, the biggest thing in business is having some – that's what they teach you in entrepreneurship class. Like, the, one of the number one aspects of 
you being successful is having a mentor. Yeah. Somebody that you can reach out to and get advice and they want to help you, but a lot of times it's because they've already seen it. Yeah. It's, it's really is an amazing thing that it's that true of a statement, but it's no different than reaching out to your friends. Like I called you and Mike when I had my oil light thing coming yeah. up. Like I called the two people that I knew would give me the best advice. No. Yeah, exactly. So we all do. We're the, the, the smart people know how to reach out to the right people for the right information. Basically. Well, I mean, a guy, a guy like Henry Ford too was exactly like that in business. He knew that if he had a team around him smarter than him, he was more successful than yeah. anyone. Yeah, no, and that's what I decided to do last year was I didn't raise my base wage more than I was thinking about, but I'll probably do that if we really continue to perform at a high level, I could do it. But for right now, any employee makes a minimum of $10 an hour after training. Yeah. Like, I think that's pretty... Oh, wow. That just... That's a good... It's pretty... It's a fair <laughs> wage for what you... You know, if you work part-time, you know, and if you're really good, you can make more. But it's a, it's a fair base. You don't make any less than this, basically. And it can only increase. I just thought of a cool way of doing like a, a bonus structure about training. Training your guys? Yeah. It'd be interesting. So but, what? Incentivize them based on time? So training. So if I can train you to be a better mechanic, in theory, you're going to make... You're going to make more money because you have more skills. Yeah. So and if they're training, and the more they train, the better their skills are to win-win. You just push them constantly. The only, the only problem that you potentially run into is if you train someone a lot and they leave you. Well, and the other, the other no, the other problem you run into it's the problem I have is you can't afford to train them because you're so busy. Yeah, they have to work. Yeah, and you can't. If you're training three people, you can't bring in three more people to train them to do. The, then you don't have you know you lose money. So sometimes you're forced to basically train who you got at. Not the. That's what I'm working on getting better is perfecting our training. So like when I hire people. Having them do the training DVDs in a more structured environment, have the actual quizzing and questioning and instruction to the item or the content we're trying to teach. Because right now it's just, hey, Nick, welcome to White Glove. Here's these DVDs and have fun. Yeah. <clears throat> so that it's it's that obvious of an issue. I know how to fix it. I just still I still haven't had the time. Or well, that's just yeah. Well, that's it. Is the day to day, then the the projects and everything else time management due to something that i've been trying to work on too yeah if i get this office manager chick to work out I, it's it's got so much potential to make my life a hell of a lot easier it's just gonna be so nice having somebody to handle so many of the basics and just free me up from it really is just like gonna be like a relief yeah to then say okay this is one aspect that I don't really have to do as much I'll be involved where I want to be involved I can always do do it again I can always teach her more and let's go out and let's go fucking sell like let's yeah. go out and do like if I'm gonna do this this um 
uh, for his farm company, the only way I'm going to be able to sell it is by going to events. Yeah. The only way I'm going to be able to sell it is to go out with... Do you see the flyers I got made? No. Okay, I'll grab them. How'd you make them? Because I got to make... Uh, that's, Wait till you see them. They're I got to make flyers tonight. I, I, made a good, I, I made a smart business decision at the end to not go as extravagant like in the expense. And they still came out nice. Got me a truck? Yeah. <clears throat> We're going to take a break for a moment and we'll be right back. Originally gonna get them on like posts, like mail or postcards, but they they were a lot more money. That's just like a little bit thicker, just regular eight by eleven paper. What did you just make it and go to like Staples or something get it printed? Went to this place, Minuteman Press. <laughs> Minuteman Press. Oh, what a name! Well, it used to be, but the place I used to go to, Eagle, they sold to Minuteman. And I priced it out at another place in downtown Clearwater. The place in downtown Clearwater was like more than double. Well, yeah, I mean, and I was just like, I'm not spending more than double on the same thing. Like, I, I mean, that just got to be such a hard business to have. Yeah, and so like I was just like, because this is literally just. This is nice though. Yeah, so like I gotta go like that. I was gonna go to that farmers market. My whole mo was basically to sit there. Well, I ain't gonna sit very long, but you know, be there, have a little table set up. And take some vegetables. See, but that's what you need. Like, that's, I think that's what you need. Like, a chick to do that shit. And you to focus on the... the... Nah, I, I, nobody can sell better than me. <laughs> and I don't like doing that stuff. I'd rather be out selling. Because it's going to lead to every better, other opportunity. Yeah, just happier. Well, happier, and that's what I do. Like, I, then you, you're going to meet somebody who does something else. Yeah. And somebody who does something else. And opens up new doors for new opportunity basically I mean I really do need to go to Texas then I'm gonna get a ticket right now God, I wish I could go I wasn't so busy this week I wasn't yeah I should have bought a brought a chick to fucking um Daytona right on the we were right on the water it's pretty nice she says Lauren to go to Texas Nah. Been there, done that. <laughs> yeah, dude, these did come out really nice. We made, um, check this out, too. Those are really nice. I literally have to do something. Those cost, like, $46 for 200 That's it. I'm going to be like that, that Spanish guy that bought your floor stuff and just... Ask I'm me. Just, Ask you and take your just real literally do the same thing. Leone Autosport specialize in automotive. Yeah, it's a simple design. Tires, alignments. Go for it. Take one. I literally am. Is it a nice clean look? It's clean. 
See, that's where me <laughs> it tells you everything you need. I, all I'll do is I'll put my phone number on here and my address. Yeah. So we have a meet our team now page on the white go. gloves. So like you can click on somebody's profile. I love this. Does and, he actually code? And we got a whole bio and everything. <laughs> it's, it's so funny, the stuff. It's cool, though, too, because the resounding answer on... Where are you originally from? Clearwater, Florida. The, there's a question on there. It's like, why do you like working for White Glove? You'll get to it. What cleaning services do you work in? Commercial, vacation, construction, cleaning services. What is your favorite food? Pizza. <laughs> he likes red. I like that. What is your favorite thing about White Glove? Career opportunities. Yeah, I mean... The, well, the, the resounding answer, though, is family culture. Family environment. Family. family like, so, like, yeah. I've been pushing it for so long. And, like, that's where the most important part of, of being aware of how much you scale up is that. Yeah. Because you can lose sight of that quickly. That, yeah. yeah, I mean... So, like, I'd rather get this thing to be, like, cruise control at a nice amount of money of sales every year... No, and you just keep it running and do something else. Like you don't need to get too big. You know what I mean? You can get to a pretty good spot where it's just work. <laughs> like yeah. it doesn't have to be reinventing the wheel. Like this so I remember I was telling you about that guy who's got the construction company. He's at his office, he has tables and desks that he's made himself that are poured concrete. He bit and I said, How the hell do you do that? So I build a mold. So imagine a mold, like a, yeah. a skeleton of this table. And he uses, uh, I forget the material he uses, but he uses a material called, um, I was looking for it today. It's like a plywood type material, but not plywood. Uh-huh. Builds a mold, pours the concrete, does crazy shit with it. And like, so we started talking. So he's been doing concrete countertops for like eight to 10 years now. Like he knows a lot about working and building with concrete and, and that respect <laughs> and he's like yeah now i'm getting into blacksmithing wow that's cool and he's like yeah my goal or not my goal he's like yeah i'm planning on buying some property up in new hampshire within the next couple of years and building a workshop so like he's he's so smart he's going right to like the birthplace of it like up there is like where that stuff started this blacksmith so you're going to the source where there's still guys that do that's it. pretty cool goal right he said, I'm just going to basically learn how to do it. I'm going to have my own shop and property and work with um, blacksmithing and working with glass and basically all high heat shit. And he's like, well, why, why up make there? It. Just he must like it up there. Plus, that's also an area where the industry still exists. The, the, there's still people that blacksmith up there. That's like where it started in this country. Wow. Um, and he's like, just make some cool shit, you know, and then obviously if it's really cool, maybe you'll be able to sell it. Like he goes well, in like, expense it, expense something out. Yeah. Basically. And that's why I said, I was like, yeah, I'm the same way. Like I don't stop. Like I'm constantly, that's how this whole thing started was just cause I wanted to build something. And then like, as you're doing it, you know, ideas come to you and it's a, it's a, it's a lofty goal, but no, yeah, at I the mean, end of the day, it's at least it's working for me. So if it leads to more, great. If not, it's still, I'm still doing what I intended to do. Well, you're still, you're still getting fresh 
vegetables. A salad tonight was from there. I mean, yeah. I mean, so it's already working. This is just another a spin-off idea that is going to bring some it's going to bear something. Oh yeah, I think so. the woman at the grocery store who asked me if I have a farm. Pretty you can be sold she, in public. She, she goes, "Man, I would do anything for some fresh eggs like eggs." And I said, "I'm actually am going to have a chicken coop there pretty soon." Um No, so that's why I wanted to start going to I I bought or I got the papers here to register it to be able to sell my product. Oh, I'm yeah. going to go to these farmers markets. I'm going to I'm not going to go there and like be operating legally. Like, you know what I mean? Somebody could get sick or something and if you're not licensed, you have a huge headache. So it's it's pretty cheap. Get the license, you basically tell them what you're selling, it'd be vegetables and uh eggs, I think, or you know, there's all different choices. Fucking let it run. You fucking license. But there's so many of those things. In Dun- there's one in Dunedin every Friday and Saturday. It's going to be the first one I go to. I wanted to go the other day, but... So gonna... there's fresh people set up something with the fruit? In or Pen- the... No, well, they call them farmer's markets. It yeah, can be, heard it, it. can be anything. It can be fruit, vegetables, honey, jewelry. You know, you're basically having... It's like a flea market for... They do it in um, Hyde Park all the time. Yeah, that'd be my... That's where I need to go. Yeah, I mean, that's a perfect scenario, too. So many fucking chicks so down many. there. Let's go. Oh, man, I gotta look that up. That's a good idea. Right yeah, right in Hyde Park, they do that shit. Yeah, so I've been to a few farmer's markets. I mean, it's a bunch of hippies and... Yeah, but... I mean, I like it. It's cool. But that's, that's really the only place I can go to sell this. It's the only way you can make a connection... Because the only way you're going to sell it is because it's so specialized is they meet the person. Yeah. And um, like I can't promote it when it doesn't exist, right? There's nobody else who's doing it. Or you just set it up in an urban market and just fucking build it on your own. Make The people will come. Well, that's why I want to buy the guy next door to me. Or for you to buy the freaking day's build. furniture. I mean, I've been looking at... Properties no, everywhere. I, now. I, that's something where. Have you talked to Mike about that piece of property? No. I get his opinion on on it. Because my opinion on it is, the land is invaluable, and if you're not really itching, just wait. But if it's still available in like a year, year and a half, and you're in a better place, it's even better of a deal. And yeah, so for sure. You have no idea how like the the price point on that. For the, the size of the land and the building, it's, you, there's not a better va- overall I, value. I agree. You, you have a lot that you got to put back into it. Yeah, it's just, but it's it's just the expense hum- of keeping it. If I was ready to start a blacksmithing company and fucking put it in there and pay the bills, I mean, that would make sense. Yeah, if, no, I had yeah, some, have- if I had something, but I just don't... Uh, well, Hopefully I- I'm close, but I got... The rally car project right now that I want to get finished up, but I I want to I'm focusing on that. I'm do I'm putting it at least an hour a day on the simulator. And I mean I'm telling today I I I was in the, that McLaren you test probably drive. Feel you could feel more comfortable doing it. Oh my dude! I got into each one of those cars, and I'm a very when I get in those positions, I'm very hesitant. I like to get warmed up first. 
But I've been doing it so much, like going fast on the simulator, that when I got in those cars, I felt a different kind of comfort. I got, so you get into a position and what they, they train you to do early on is they, to get your hands per, in the perfect position where the paddle shifters are. And you, so you're braking with your left foot and you're gassing with your right. Mm. And you're also clutching with your left. But braking and gassing at the same time with your feet allows you to stabilize the car so much more effectively. Yeah. So. Because you're, well, you're staying within a, a, a very fine line unless yeah. you're gunning it or unless you're really <clears throat> Even down. if you're gunning it, if I make it, I, like today with the McLaren, I was gunning it. And the car auto automatically downshifted into second gear, and it it kicked out on me, like in the rain around a corner. Damn. But I was able because my footwork was already in place. I was able to let off the gas, and I was able to protect myself with the brake if I needed to be there. But it it corrected itself, and I was able to just pull it out. That's nuts. So. Yeah, I don't. I don't think the the fastest I've ever been in a car. I wasn't even driving. I think my cousin, when he had a Jetta VR6, <laughs> he had like a O2 Jetta. I think that's dope, though. I think we got up to like O2 one. We got up to like one forty. Yeah. Like, Holy shit! There's something I about think it. The fastest I've ever been in a car driving was probably my dad's Challenger. Okay. I used to let that thing <clears throat> heal. Dude, that thing was. Did you ever drive that tr- that car? No, I didn't. But those cars, he had the Hellcat. He had the very first year the S. He had the Mac SRT. The SRT. Yep. And it was a six speed. So that was like, yeah. It was a fun ride. It was a heavy, heavy ride. Um, that thing was badass. When when I was when I had turned sixteen that time, my dad, um, had a a new three fifty Z, the Nissan. And that was the first car I drove. And Dad I, had a 350Z. He, rock, he rocked the 350Z for a few years. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we used to go to baseball tournaments in it all the time. Just getting it. And that was the first car. Um, when I was 16, I drove it to, to a... Um, I was in the band at the school, at, at high school. And I drove it over the Bayside. And I got it over 100 miles an hour the first night on my own. <laughs> <laughs> Immediately just went as fast as I can go. <laughs> That's uh, hilarious. That was at CCC? Yeah. Heading over the bass side. You were, in, you were in what band? The school band. Like, we, I had like a guitar class, I think. And I was in the guitar like Christmas play. <laughs> playing Jingle Bells and um, some other Christmas song. It was pretty funny. Yeah. I was running late. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, that's, it's the same, like, the whole racing thing for me right now is other ideas are coming out of it, ways that I can relate it to business. So, I mean, that's something I'm passionate some, about. It's something, you're learning something new. This, this is what his thing was. This was the best thing. Because I was asking him about how I should learn how to do concrete countertops. He's like, oh, it's like, oh, come by my place. I've got some books. I'll let you, you know, use them. And I then, think your approach was also, if you approach the situation differently, uh, you, you can get, yeah, you can get different answers. I so, always, I, what I've learned, and it's a hundred percent effective. I always go into a situation where I'm trying to seek advice from somebody. 
the very first thing is a compliment. Show respect. Show res- and if you're honest and you're real, yes. yeah. If you're an asshole about it, or if you're like kissing ass, somebody will see it. But if like I literally just told because he knows me, like, we, and I was like, listen, man, like, how did you get in it? Like, you're successful. You're good at it. Like, you know what? What's your story? <laughs> and you know what I mean. And he just went. So like, if you're real, yeah. but his number one thing, is, like, is like when I go into learning how to do something new, like blacksmith, my first thought always is, well. I don't know how to do this, but I've got a lot of skills, and most importantly, there's a lot of people that know how to do it, so I can do it. And, you know, you basically talk yourself through it that, well, you may not figure it out right away, but it's proven. Like, you're not the first person who's doing it. It's been done. There's a lot of successful people. You can learn how to do this. Yeah. So, like, I started doing something today. Didn't fucking work. So I'm planning on building a shelf right there for my records. Okay. So I, one of the things I think is I don't need to use this met, this method for what I'm doing. So I got to like figure it out more, but it's just working with, you know, wood. Yeah. Building with wood is a lot more difficult than you think. Like it's not just like putting everything together, like a puzzle like yeah. to make things actually fit. Well, the, if you look at this leg to this side piece, yeah, you see how the side piece is a little bit narrower than the leg at the top? Yeah. It's called a joint. <coughs> so the leg is going to have a hole in it, and then the side piece is going to be cut to fit it like a puzzle. To get extra stability. Extra stability, exactly. There's That's all actually true to the original structure. That's how they built it. Like, where's that... This book I'm reading. Well, because over time a nail's going to bend, the wood is going to give, right? Well, na- nails. Well, yeah. Think about that. The wood gives. That's what makes it. It it expands and contracts. All this is all about joinery, and how you'll see. You it. need to get one of those tabletop things to fucking grind this shit out. Like like what I'm talking about is like that right there. That yeah. that's the leg, and that's the. But side don't you piece. get like a tool to grind that shit out? There's tools for everything. I mean, so like there's but so But you're many... fucking doing it by hand? Chiseling it? No, I... I when I yeah, was... You're this guy right here chiseling it. I don't have any of the tools though. Buy, buy one of those machines. I need... Well, I don't even know what um, I need to do though. It's a very, very extravagant art. Woodwork, yeah. I mean, that is... It's not something it, that you just... It, like you said, it's an art. It is it's exactly what you said. It's a fucking art. It's the same reason that guy's about to become a fucking blacksmith. is because it's an art that no one's doing anymore. Yeah, there's, a, there's an opportunity there. There's no other way to put it. And if it's something you want to learn, then that's just the icing on the cake. Because now you know how to do it. Like these, I watched a video on YouTube about growing seedlings. Mm-hmm. This one guy got this video online. He's got it down to a science. Like, the day that he starts, how often he does a certain technique. You know, he starts from seeds, and then he grows all the seedlings inside with, like, light. Like, hydroponically. And then once they get to a certain point, they're big enough, then he transplants them. Like, outside? And then he, yeah, then he transplants them one more time. Or sometimes just at once. And it's 100% effective every time. Speaking of that, can bonsai trees grow outside? I don't know. No? 
Steve would know. <laughs> oh man. The fuck you eating applesauce? <laughs> Love applesauce. I've never been into applesauce. I love it because it's like you know, very quick. <laughs> Dang, it's good. Tastes good. I mean, you know it's good for you. Old people eat that shit all the time. <laughs> it's like baby food. Pretty Supposedly, have you ever heard that baby food's extremely good for you to eat? I'm sure it is. If it's babies, it's the first thing they eat my, besides milk. My dad would only drink baby um water. <laughs> <laughs> um, baby water? Baby water because he said it was better for you. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, man. That's a lifestyle. <laughs> that's hilarious. Uh, I, that's, that is know, dead I serious. I didn't even know there was such a thing. Yep. Go to go next time you're in Walmart or Publix. Go to like the baby section. There's there's baby water. water. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> he would always have baby water. But like that? Why the hell do you have baby is water? Is it in a water bottle or it's like, like a little can? for you. It's a little can. No, it's in a fucking one gallon jug. He used to carry around a jug. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's hilarious. Uh, a little bit of mama's milk in it. <laughs> um, I did. I told you what Lauren's doing, right? It her company. Yeah, something to do with like it's a natural. Fake titty or something. Yeah, it's a natural nipple. It's called. So when I hung out with her the other night, I was like, "There's got to be more." I know about what you're doing, but like, what the hell is it? She yeah. so she explained it to me. So it it basically supposedly that a breast like. Allows a baby to get so much milk, it it you can yeah. it can only suck it so much. But when you drink a bottle, because they can get it faster, they get addicted to it. Like basically, so what her nipple does is it slows it down to make it like breast milk. So a baby is more likely to breastfeed for longer. So it's it's a lot better for the baby. It's a lot better for the mom. Mm-hmm. They don't have to start buying um, prescription shit, so it saves them money. It's so she she made, she told me like it's going to save the medical field like billions yeah, over time. If it's right, that's awesome. So I mean, yeah, it's, that's that's it's pretty amazing. cool yeah, shit. I mean, that's life changing. <laughs> but you gotta make it work, basically. The concept makes sense. <clears throat> yeah, but how do you? Yeah, how I, do you how do you implement that? Yeah, so that's why I remember you were saying she didn't even know how many she wanted to order, or the number she wanted to order was just asking. Yeah, out. like, and, but what did you say? What should you? What What would a person? So we talk about entrepreneurs all the time. So someone that is, they're very book smart. Their answer may be different than what I think my answer, your answer would be, right? What would you order if you're testing a product? Well, they think that they have everything perfect, basically, certain people. Yeah, meanwhile, it's going to take a lot of trial and error. To yeah. To the, so, I mean, there's, try, yeah, there's try, very few things are instant perfection, or not even perfection, or instant success. Like, it's something that's going to happen. Like, one of the machines that I got that I thought was working, I took it to a job the other day, it didn't work. Mm-hmm. Or didn't work the way it's supposed to, so I got to figure that out. You know, yep. it's it, whatever. It's life. It's you know, what are you gonna do? Um, I, I will say that's one thing about the Facebook strategy that I love the most is the fact that 
his early on he recognized that the development of Facebook was based on what the person wanted, not what he wanted. And that company mindset has turned them into who they are, in my opinion, because yeah, they mean, always get... focused on what the people using it wanted. Yeah, they, I mean, they, their, their issues have been create more self-inflicted wounds, but social media is a whole different world that so so many things about it are just alarming, like because there's For just sure. the access of information and like nobody takes time to like think about what they're saying or doing. And most the worst off is everyone just says things that you don't say or you wouldn't say in front of somebody's face. Yeah, but later. I've I've thought about that too, and that's something that over time, like anything. Things go through phases, and I think eventually that phases out. I hope you're right, but I don't necessarily agree with that. I think it's just getting worse. <laughs> you drive around. Um, it isn't. It isn't though, because think about what we were talking about earlier. The fact that you went on fucking Facebook Marketplace, sold those things, and it automatically converted it to fucking Spanish when the guy was talk texting you. Like that well, is... Well, it's just because they have so much... Like, they own... Like, Facebook bought WhatsApp, which WhatsApp was the first web-based messaging app. Like, you, you know what WhatsApp is? Yeah, I've heard about it. It's basically internet it. phone. So, like, my parents are in Aruba. We they used, own that? Yeah, they bought WhatsApp. So, that's how they... That's how Messenger got so big so quickly, was they bought WhatsApp and were able to basically implement the technology of Messenger. So, now... It's just a translate feature. So their messenger app is so strong now. Now they've implemented translate. I mean, it was literally it's crazy. Like, it, what's even crazier about it is, I had maybe 20, 20 messages at least from people about this, these two machines. <laughs> so it was pretty cool. Like, I know that I priced it right. I could have made a little bit more. So like, I know for future, like, if yeah. I buy more equipment, like, kind of right in a good spot, like. Those things were going to sell. I had so many yeah. fucking fish biting at it. Um, and then I was such a dick to everybody who wanted to haggle me. They're like, how much for one? Because I had a price for 175 for two. I said 100 for one, 175 for two. And one guy goes, I only have 75. I said, well, if you get 100, let me know. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, that's why I hate selling like small <laughs> item shit because you get that. Yeah, but then, that's the fun part. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, give give me a hundred. <laughs> if you get the hundred, let me know you cocksucker. <laughs> uh, oh man. But, well, yeah. I mean, so there there's ups and downs to it, for sure. But there is there is definitely social media is is changing everything. It's just made us a lot dumber and a lot <laughs> a lot a lot more judgmental for sure about everything. Because so many people put the you know their social media their life best. is something that may not even be them. You know what I mean? Like they may take twenty pictures to get the one. You know what I mean? Well, it's yeah, it's so like me much, in that car today. It's so if I much, post that as my picture, it looks cool. Yeah, but see, that was still natural. Like that was what you just like you sat there and took 20 pictures that's true but i guess that's from like i think that's like how do you that's draw just, the line though how do you know it's natural and not because, natural with someone well it would be if you're doing it every day 
you post a picture every day, like one day you're in a Lambo, one day you're in a rock, you know, Ferrari, the next day you're in a Porsche. Just, or, you know, people taking photos off the internet and using them. Um, right? so, I mean, there yeah. are a lot of just <laughs> pathetic people out there that do stuff like that. They live for and, that and shit. They just, and then they'll just. That's the um, Solange and the Stephanie. A hundred percent. Dude, how about just, her shaking that ass? On the though? cruise, how these people are just forced, or they just like can't live three days without internet, and then like they're literally just posting selfies in the hot tub and like videos nonstop. And I was just like, I told you the last time I was on a cruise, you just went on one. When I was a kid, you couldn't use your cell phone. This time, you use your cell phone to fucking find your way around the ship. I didn't do it, I refused. I tried not to, too. I, I'm pretty sure I carried my phone around, though, because my sister oh, wanted didn't. to communicate. Jeez. Sucked. Okay. <coughs> I just said, screw it. I'm good. But then when I was in Mexico and I had Wi-Fi, I got right on it. Yeah, you oh, did. It, well, I was like, I got to check work. Oh, uh, yeah, I, right. I did cave then. <laughs> like, I'll, be, I'll be honest on that, but it's just... Yeah, you, get, you, you got your hard. sneak in. It really is hard to go <coughs> that long without it when we're so attached to it. It is nice though. The other morning my phone was dead and I just didn't charge it till like noon and I, it was nice. Dude, I didn't get any calls today and then you called and I, I was busy and then I was like, I'm not answering. I was in the middle of doing something in the garage. Yeah, I did. And then I was just like, crap, it actually could be work because like we had to do a job today. Yeah. It was last minute. And I got, if there's something bad, I had to check in and I saw it was you and I was like, thank <laughs> God, it's nothing urgent. <laughs> Yeah, that's the truth, though. Sometimes, like, you just don't want to deal with shit in those certain times. Not at all. Yeah, there's times where I just... That's honestly why... Like, the fact that this guy was able to go out of town for, like, eight to nine weeks and be very... Eight to nine weeks? Involved very literally, or not involved much in his business and he's got a pretty big construction business where he's got at least six or eight superintendents working how much money you think those superintendents are making every year 70,000 superintendents make salary it varies I have no idea I mean good guys can make a lot you know if you're let's just put it this way right if you're building a building (coughs) that's Let's just say you're building a building that's a $1.2 million build and there's 12 months in a year. That means the construction company's bringing in a hundred grand a month on that project. And you know, they've got to pay all their subs yeah. and other things, but you know, the superintendent's making a good chunk of that. Um, I, I don't know what though. Well, they're setting everything up basically, right? They're just doing, they're running the show. Every construction company is going to to do it slightly different. Some contractors do a lot of the work themselves, the physical work. Some guys just sub out everything. <coughs> and the superintendent's basically just a manager, babysitter. Yeah. They may have a ton of skills and know how to do it all, but they're just there to oversee. So it goes so many ways. Um, I've always loved the construction like business model. Yeah, it's fucking foolproof. If you know how to bid work, that's why, like, this guy, it was funny, like, after this guy told that bought the machines, was telling me he doesn't know how to bid the jobs, and it just made me realize that, like, I do have a pretty good skill. Yeah. 
and I was and I was like kind of being a dick to him. I was like, I was like uh, we're staying in my driveway, and I was like looking at my house, and I'm like, well, because I'm trying to teach him. Like I was being a dick, but I was also teaching him the basics of it. I was like, well, imagine this house was just built and it's empty, right? You've just got you've got cabinets and windows, and like you've got to clean it. So you got to figure out what are you cleaning, how long is it going to take, what are you going to need, etc. But if you're trying to bid off of building plans, uh-huh. it's a whole nother level. Like you're able to look at a two-dimensional thing and it, it recreate it a three-dimensional thing and figure it out. So I said, if you're going to start, you've just got to start going to the jobs and looking at them and yeah. teach, you know, brainwashing yourself to do it. You can't. It's the only way you're going to learn is just practice and, and do it and look at it. I'm not going to tell you, you know, then you'll figure out how much you want to make. <coughs> So we should just, I, but that's why I want to do this. Cause I, I think I basically just be a landscape contractor. You have all this, this cool shit. Well, it's a, de- it's design. It's, it's a, a lot of things in one. And it's a lot of skills I already have. And it's a lot of things, um, you like a lot of things that I like Fritz Farmco. Check this thing out. You know Toro, the the they make lawnmowers. Yeah, they make this thing called the Toro Dingo. Toro Dingo, huh? When there's work to be done, you need a machine. Fucking ride on it, but it's got like a bobcat front. Wow! Absolute game changer. You want one of those? Dude, you know how bad I want a bobcat. Yeah, so it's like a smaller scale. Like you actually have. Because we never stop innovating, and with nine different models, from wheeled track gas or diesel to our all new Dingo TX1000. You can, you can turn into all those things? Yeah. The brand, our time-tested wheels change the front end. Wow. Wow. You just chill on the back. How much are those? Expensive, like 25 grand. What? You can buy a Bobcat for that. Fuck that. I'd buy an old Bobcat. Well, I'll tell one. you what. 25 uh, grand? I was just, we just did the, um, I helped with that community cleanup yesterday. And... This guy who is a parent has a John Deere and he literally just showed up and got it off his trailer and was just moving mulch and I was planting plants. He just had the yeah, I had to plant two bigger palms. That's a goal of mine. And he life. just had the auger in the back just blasting through. And I was You know just, you wanted to be that guy. Oh yeah. <laughs> I was the guy on the on the ground still digging and he's just driving around. Everyone just, liked him though, right? God, I was so hyped on it. One day. We it, can only hope one day we'll be that guy that pulls it was up. Just, it was just this basic one, like the same thing that Mike has. And like... Yeah, I showed up that one day at the property and Mike was ripping out ferns or something. See, there's like 
It has to be so far away to pick it up properly. See, watch. See how it just jabbers? It, it can't recognize it very well. Over here, it can hear it clearer. Really? Yeah. So that's like, weird. frequencies can be too close. And we're live. Wow. So, the new microphone. Like what the fuck's it called? Samsung. Yeah. Its name is Samson? Samson, yeah. Like Wilson of a volleyball from... Oh, Samson, what up, nigga? Samson, yeah, I mean, for 50 bucks, I think it'll work for now. Um, yeah, we got a mic. Episode 4, we can finally actually hear our voices. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, hopefully we got this program figured out, too. So we got the uh, backup program just on the phone every time it's come through in a clutch. Two times now. Yeah. We got uh we got a new podcast name, we got a new logo, we got uh we're starting to figure out a lot of the things. I think yeah, I think it's starting to come together now. So <clears throat> we're glad you guys made it this far. We're uh, almost at the end of the first month of the year. Things are looking good and um The American man. We're living it. El Vato Americano. Vato Americano. <laughs> My brother last night, he's like, What the hell is Vato Americano? He thought it meant Friends American, America. So we looked no, it up. No, it mean, it's, a, it's a slang word for man because hombre, hombre. hombre is another translation for man. Uh-huh. So we could do El Hombre, but I think El Vato Americano is better because a lot of people won't know what it is and I'll have to look it up. Oh, well, yeah. And then once they look it up, they'll see that they're the same thing. And you're right. We do got to fix that spacing there. Yeah, I think... Um... Like logos and stuff like that, that's something we were just talking about. And something like this, we got the, I just feel really confident about the overall scheme of it, you know? Yeah. Like I think we found that. Now you just, now it's just tweaking it. So. Well, and it's, if that's your scheme, if that's, well, no, I don't like the word scheme. If that's your, think of it like a business concept or a business strategy or your image. Or yeah, your image. Your, image know, is a good your, way your to mission, talk. You know, your mission, what are we actually doing it for? And it's that, to talk about what it's like just to be a fucking guy out there getting it, trying to get ahead. Yeah. Trying, like, trying to build an empire. The Garage Podcast coming out through the pipelines. Yeah. Possible spinoff. <laughs> we got, um, what do we got? We had carrots get harvested today. That was pretty sick. Yeah, farm. that is, um, I mean, instantly, the first thing that I, I taste is the fact that there's nothing on it. You know how, like, you get a bag of carrots and you get that first bite? They're so good. Yeah. Like, it was literally, yeah, it was, like, the best, best tasting thing I've had in a long time in terms of vegetable. Yeah, that was pretty good. So, what are you going to do with all of those? I mean, you got a whole table full of them. Um... I'm going to get them washed. Are you going to take them to the market? I'm going to get them cleaned up tomorrow. Take them to the and, market. Um, Sell those fat little chodes. You can specialize gonna, You can specialize in chode carrots. I just <laughs> don't know if I should waste my time taking them. But I may take them. I don't, I don't know that. I honestly want to go just to see what it's like. Because that's a huge market up there. That's my target market. Okay. That's... That's it. The South Tampa is super small old homes, very little property, 
and you don't have and you don't have the room for like a big pool. A lot of people with small out- no, yeah, small yards do like an outdoor kitchen or like a small patio. So that's something you can incorporate in either one of those things, and the whole thing is it produces. So like that's my and they have money. So I mean, all of those things you're looking for are right there, and word would spread like wildfire. So I mean, there's a lot of <clears throat> facets of it that makes sense. It's so I want to kind of go there, see what people are doing, see who's selling what. Yeah. Like I saw something today online. I followed Hyde Park Village and somebody went there today with a flower van and was just selling flowers. So that shows you how many people are there during the day just shopping. Yeah. So you could just pop up, right? I could just show up there and set up shop. I was just thinking of something cool that you do. It's actually a good idea. Like you should do you should definitely do something about like samples. Because the overall goal for you is to sell the whole concept, not just oh, the yeah. fruit. So if you're doing samples and giving stuff away and expressing how fresh your stuff is, I think that's a good way to kind of get a um, a following. Well, it's got – like if you read the flyer right there, design, build, plant selection, plant management, all those things are basically designing, building, and growing the, the crop. And Fest- then you're give, you're letting them try it though, and and showing them the dream. Yeah, well, festive and holiday arrangements is really the only thing I'm advertising right now that I would do in terms of. Um, the fuck does that even mean? Perfect example. It's Super Bowl Sunday. It's a big event. Okay. So for holidays, I would have things ripe and ready. Bring it over for the Super Bowl. It's a good concept. Yeah, yeah, I'll cut them up. So, but that's the concept. Is so because I'm on a smaller scale. Uh huh. I can harvest three times a year because I was thinking originally Easter, Thanksgiving, Christmas. Okay. Oh, okay. You, I see what you're saying. And then you would just make extra sale on it. So that's one way to sell on a smaller scale. But obviously, the the ideal thing, and what is possible, is what. Did I tell you about that place in St. Pete that's growing vegetables in, um, they're growing, I need to go there too. They're growing vegetables in old shipping containers hydroponically. Okay. Have I told you about this? No. It's called Brick Street Farms. It's in? There, look it up. Um, it's called Brick Street (coughs) Farms. It's in downtown St. Pete and. Okay. They actually have a market though that's open as well. Um. So they have a, a, a actual market where you can buy vegetables, but it's only open four days a week. And I follow them on Instagram, and they basically just like sell out. <laughs> like every single time they post something that says, "We just sold out again. We'll see you next Wednesday or whatever." It's a cool name. It's and it's working. So like, and they're only twenty five minutes from here. It's the same yeah. concept. But they're they're able to grow much more, so there's their hours. They have memberships where you pay for six months or a year, and then you can just go into the store and just pick whatever vegetables you want that they have, and just take them. They have all these collaborations with. Think, look, what you see all these restaurants they do business with in St. Pete. So I could do the same thing with Clearwater and Dunedin. That's how you wholesale. That's just cash flow. Because you're selling to just people, no matter what. 
locale market, that huge grocery store. Uh-huh. This is the the restaurant in the grocery store. I've heard of, <clears throat> I've heard of that. I've heard of this place. Well, if you that's think, a huge hotel. Yeah, it sounds like a steak restaurant. Rockwell's. I've the, been a, yeah. That's a high end restaurant. All these are big names. Birch and Vine, Oxford Exchange is that big place. Huge in Tampa. So all these places. All the hippie mentality. They're already doing business with. Um, I like their logo too. Wow. Yeah, but how about how sick my logo is? Yeah, so I mean, I like it's, yours too. I'm just well, saying. no, but I'm saying so. It's a simple, um, simple concept. But so this is. I don't know if we'll be able to see a picture of it. Yeah, they just have like a cooler in that little tiny storefront where people just show up and buy stuff. So I could do the same thing in the warehouse. Yeah. I could turn it into a small storefront. Yeah. Because I have that other door on the far side. That's what I could do. I could put up a small wall and just turn that into my retail where I sell stuff. I sell white glove shit. sell stick. Like you literally just... The retail shop. <laughs> so it's, it's a... The concept's there. Let's, let's live it. Well, even like a website like this is very simple. It just it looks nice, professional. Did I show you? The point. Did I show you our employee profiles? Yeah, yeah. We went we went over that. Um, Check out this video the day. that I didn't realize that he made this video. This was from the other day. I hope there's some rap in it. Is it a rap video? No, it's just this uh, could be a rap video. It's a whole video. Get Drake on here. It's you a whole can really video montage of what we were doing on Saturday with the volunteer and stuff. This is a great video. Those are your guys. I need no. None of them are with me. I was working with these. I thought you went. Went. There's your boy right there, <laughs> and then these three babies came out there and we're just working with three Venezuelans. <laughs> these were the guys that were just standing there doing nothing, dude. Literally standing there. <laughs> I had to go over there and ask him for a shovel. He was just standing there with a the shovel, not doing anything. Really? Yeah, and I'm over there digging with my hand. And they're just over there. Just yeah, digging. yeah, you I got, got it. so hyped. How good is this video? That's awesome. I got to tell him that when I see him. Later. So he just did all this on his phone or? Yeah. I just said to him, I said, hey, listen, go. Um, I said to them, buenos dias in Spanish. Is he just stand? Is this yeah, all is this, he did all this, day? No, he was working. He's washing windows, and then I I realized that we didn't do anything. You bust my balls all the time, but you don't get them buying dirt by the yard, huh? Well, well he wasted a lot of money on that. <laughs> he had yards of mulch, but he only bought eight bags of dirt, and that's why those things won't really grow. Yeah. Well, you're putting it in that old ass. Yeah, and you're planting around big trees. That's my guy Eddie right there. Hell yeah! He's pressure washing. Look at all that dirt coming down, dude. They were so dirty. So what those, what exactly was this? Every year they do this? No, the principal, and I, I got to go, uh, I probably won't see him tonight, but I'll see him this week. Um, I think it was just his idea. Maybe they've been doing it for years, but I I don't think so because the school is... It, well, it's so much nicer to get fucking volunteers out there. Yeah, fresh paint. We did landscape. We cleaned. I mean, it's a community cleanup kind of thing. And it's what it needed. I mean, it's just Yeah, old. this guy's just getting it with his fucking tractor. Dude, I want one of those things so bad. I know. What was that thing you showed me the other day with the... The um, Toro Dingo? Yeah. yeah. Wait, wait, look at Eddie just blasting. We got 49 seconds, then we'll switch over. All right. Last episode, we talked about Daytona, right? Uh, we briefly bit. spoke about it. 
I don't think you told everyone you were driving a Lambo and a McLaren. <laughs> yeah, I got the McLaren a little sideways. Um, yeah, so basically we were able to to drive those cars in some highway conditions. It was pouring that day. And we were basically testing the difference between tires. Yeah, he's getting it right there. There's something about pressure washing and just cleaning it, it up. It was miserable out there. I was like, Eddie, you want to pressure wash? And he was like hyped on it. Well, you don't look have to the, think for this. hours. Did you see the ending? Yeah, that's pretty nice. <laughs> <laughs> so good. So he put this whole thing together? Yeah. he's the, So, like, this is why you need job descriptions. Cause, so this woman who I got to go lay into tonight, she's my commercial cleaning manager. These are all the things she's supposed to be doing. TJ is my director of digital arts. Like, <laughs> That's I such a good name. I came up with that. And, uh, now, do you have to sit down with all these guys when you give them these titles? See, my problem yeah, is... Yeah, but I also just have a general cleaner. Or maybe it's either called a general cleaner or a cleaning specialist is your entry-level position. Yeah. So, I mean, it's basically... I only have technically myself, two... I have four... No, myself. I have five total roles. Me and then four sub-roles, which uh -huh. is uh, day supervisor, night supervisor... Director of Digital Arts, which is TJ, and then every other cleaner. So, yeah, I mean, we've been, like, it, it was one of those things where he, like, he knows how to do all this stuff. And I was like, I need this person on my staff. And, like, we sat down one day and we just revamped this whole site. Yeah. And it's just, like, I love how this came out. Well, no, it's just it's simple. right away. It says we mean business. So show me this fucking Adobe program that you got because I can't figure out. I'm so when it comes to paying things every month, I just I hate that. Yeah. Um, so it's on his computer or on his like login, so I don't know if I'd be able to pull up any actual files. But um, but you can just do everything on here. Everything. Anything in the digital. So you can photo edit. I don't, know how to, I don't know how to do it. It's got every, like, let's just read about it. Um, it's got everything. So we've made our DVDs, like all the menu screens. Um, Did he go to, like, school for this shit? Yeah, so it's got all this crap. Photoshop, Premiere Pro. So you spend, like, $500. Not even. Shit's expensive. To get the full package? I'll show you right now. I'll figure it out. Uh... You got the team package, huh? Oh, my God. See, yeah, I go. All I know is it's it's. I let's go. Just, let's just say it is a hundred dollars a month. It's not that much. Well, actually, that is. But what is it? I, my, but mine's not. Mine's like eighty bucks or fifty fifty six bucks a month or something like fifty. I think it is fifty six. So it's like six hundred bucks a year. Yeah. It's the way I expense it out my mind. I know. It's just. Well, you yeah, you need to know. I have somebody who knows. Like Mikey would probably know how to do this stuff. Yeah, I know, but the problem with this is, for me, it's the creativity side. So, 
I could have other people do it, but then I'll get out. I don't know how to communicate with them to get what I want. So I end up just doing it myself because I know what I'm looking for. That's my problem. Yeah. Yeah, these fucking websites, they're just too much. It's way too much. And that's what it boils down to is there's just... But I mean, it... it... But like I just got this logo program. 30 bucks, I own it for fucking ever. So hopefully I can get started with what I need instead of spending $80 a month forever. Yeah, I got I got to figure out now. I'm confused. I I do want to figure out what Xana said. Now I don't even know what I'm paying for. <laughs> like I'm so confused on it, but I think it's roughly like 50 bucks a month, so it's about 600 a year. But it's but it's forever. That's my thing about well, And those. as it updates, you automatically get updates. But every time they raise prices, yeah, so I don't know. I I, got, I do need to do more research on it to figure it out. That's just what I I hate about it. You know like but if you have the person, it's, I guess, what was that thing, you, that alignment machine you bought, right? It opened yeah. up a whole nother web of opportunity for you within your... For sure. So, like, if I've got, if you have the person who knows how to utilize all the stuff, and then also is willing to teach, the, like, he will read up and, like, figure out stuff. Yeah. So, like, that's, that's his further education. Basically. Well, that's actually something we just... Um, spoke about briefly too before we got here is um, like the constant training to help us out to help our team out and just to help overall growth and I think maybe that's something we should um, make a focus point is just how to continue training to keep everyone focused to keep everyone in check to a point well one of the ways to do that is to um is to be more structured and basically what I mean well, like, that like is what you're saying once with... a month or once a quarter you do do a team building training exercise that's really the best way to do it but it's hard to commit that it's hard to commit hard that to commit the... because in order to get that you potentially may have to take away from the time that they're with you working and to get that done and they don't show up I mean trust me I've tried a lot of this crap and half the time they don't show up like, if they're time, not forced to, they're not going to. Every time we do the Christmas card, I'm doing it. I've got each card there. I've done it for three straight years. You still every single time I write a letter. I tell people how much it means. You still get people that don't show up. The attendance. I've, so I've got to figure it out. The attendance has been. You got to give them. Well, something. no, no. I basically, I do need to say now that it's mandatory. Basically, no, not mandatory. Give an award away or something, a gift. Well, we do. So I, I my attendance and still, it's like still, we did employee of the month, and my attendance was. That's all right. Um, actually, well, I, gotta, I was. I got a vote on employee of the month. Actually, uh, fucking kid himself is is letting everyone down. He's not even doing the vote. It's all right. With today's the. You still got time. Ten. I I fucking voted. Who did you vote for? You know, I I voted for Nelly. Nelly Ortiz. Nah, she uh, <laughs> she ain't getting it. I'm gonna vote for good old. A vet. Nah. 
Who's been busting ass? He's been giving away his um, favorite employees. He's got favorites. Been tipping. Been tipping. Been tipping. Tipping off. Yeah, how about the Vato the other day that thought he was going to get into construction cleaning with four guys? Yeah, that guy was nuts. Oh, I was hilarious when I told him that it's too expensive for you. <laughs> It's still a good deal. That's four thousand is the number, I think. We'll just kind of wait and see what happens, dude. I love this website so much. See, like, look up, see if they have any backos for sale. They got everything, dude. Oh man, Saint Augustine. Look at those fucking Georgia. things. I saw one when I was leaving my neighborhood Dude, today. this thing is at five grand. There's a big this ass like one. Like we can, we can definitely put that to use. Hell yeah, we can. Look at that. If we can get that for six grand, that's a steal. You can do so much with that. Yeah, dude. When that guy was driving that John Deere the other day, like you have no idea how. We get Papa Boosie. He can show us how to dig out a lake. Like, I want one of these things so bad. Yeah, that thing. I don't want that one, no. I want, that's like a cut. That's like a. I want, for a big field to do the cutting. That's a beast. How much of these one? 30 grand? This is basically a bigger version of what we saw. It's a utility tractor. Yeah, look I mean, at, that thing's top of the line. Yeah, dude, look how fucking balanced it looks with the wheels. Like, both wheels are beast, but it looks so balanced still. Well, you, you don't have to get tires on those, like, for every 30 years. <laughs> that's got, that's at, like, 30 grand, that one. <clears throat> I mean, honestly, like, this 93, oh. check that one out. For 20 grand. Sorry, I changed it. Gator. There's a backhoe loader in Alabama. Three grand. It ends in two weeks, 13 days, 21 hours, so there's a lot. That's old one. Yeah. That may be a little... Well, the wheel is old. Yeah, it needs tires. Yeah, that's not... But if you one. know how to fix it, like, we don't know the value of it. <clears throat> yeah, but those tires are, like, fucking five, $600 a piece. How about that one? Yeah, we don't want to get into that one. No, we definitely want something newer. That they're liquidating for whatever reason. We don't. We definitely don't want old equipment. From Georgia. Like who the fuck? That thing looks beast. Yeah, that thing's badass. I may just buy that just to have it. <laughs> that is the that's a little. <laughs> yeah. So I just kind of whenever I got time, I look at this stuff. Like for real though, if you had a garage big enough, and you were just buying shit, I know a guy that um my buddy Raul, uh, the inventor of Digi Trigger. Check it out. Um, but yeah, his, we should get him on his, the podcast. Yeah, we should. But his, the guy that he does... Dude, think about if we get, like, Elliot, Eric... Yeah, well, they we, got... We get the three of the, the three brothers. Oh, yeah. just ragging on each other. <laughs> Dude, we, yeah, we definitely got a good group of people to get... And they have a whole other network of friends. And, like, a whole other network. Yeah, I think, I think we definitely got something going. That's sick. <clears throat> um, so who's this guy, DigiTrigger? So DigiTrigger, his investor... What he does is he buys equipment, he buys planes, he buys whatever the, the, whatever it is, he just buys it. How much is that? They have these sick Broncos on here. Yeah, because they need two grand for it. All these Bronco or all the Broncos they have are from 
Yeah, that like fire department rusted out though. Yeah, I mean, occasionally you'll find a nice one, but it's, they're all the ones that are nice. I love that paint though. <laughs> I love that color. What the fuck color is that? It's not even. It's like the teal slash Kelly green. It's only got one hundred and thirty thousand miles. The OG stick shift. I'd buy that. That'd be a good. And it's got leather. Fuck. And that would I just, be a good I restoration. Love, I just love how the insides are so basic, and she's got the crank window, and like the dashes, and that. Wow. It's my my uncle used to have a Bronco, and I remember riding in that in New York when I was a kid. That's like when I Wait, used to go one? to the shop with them. That, that's, that's minimum still, bid has to be two thousand. See, that is worth two grand, based on what I saw. No, yeah, that's worth three grand. It started. That's definitely the body. Worth the body's grand. got a beat up body, but the inside. Looks as long good. as it doesn't have rust on the body, that would yeah, be the most important thing. And the, the interior is good. It's not looking hot, and it's got low mileage. It needs body work. Yeah. I would just hold off on that. Well, I'm not buying it. I, I How think about this thing. Yeah, I mean, the bookmobile. Look up, <laughs> look so up, look up um, travel trailers, um, racing trailers, oh, car just, trailers. Got a trailer. Cat. I've been on this website so much. Like, see, I love just going by category. Yeah, it's you... very easy to navigate. Craigslist lately is just sucking. I can't Facebook find it. Marketplace is actually where it's at. Well, dude, I haven't gotten a response on Craigslist in forever. You want a horse trailer? Dude, I think you need to buy that one. You said you got the guy down to... Or you were trying to get him down to 15? He came down to 16. <laughs> what was he at the other day? 18, right? Yeah. You <laughs> got I got him down to 16 over the phone. <laughs> that's what I... That's, that was always my go-to, is get him down to a, the number a you nice wanted trailer. over the phone, and then get there and just lowball <laughs> him again. <laughs> yeah, because if you already got them once, you know you can get them twice. Yeah, they're they they're desperate. That's there you go. There we go. It's in Canada if you want to go. But another home. thing that I was realizing, no, they, don't, they don't have those kind of trailers. If you're buying one with logos already on it, it's basically like it's stuck on there. Yeah, you're so being you, yeah. <clears throat> but. Dude, there's even property on here. I've been looking at shit like this. There's been stuff in Jacksonville before that was going for like four grand, and I'm sitting here and I'm like, should I just buy a lot? <laughs> it's just like I don't even know what it yeah, is. No. Well, that's actually another direction I've been looking like, at. You can. This is a building in Trent, New Jersey, that's for sale. Oh, did I tell Where you, did you see that? This shit? Did I tell you that mobile home park was under contract? Like, this is some old building. Yeah, I I saw that. That was a cool looking property. That was a fucking sweet looking property. I just wonder what the insurance on that is. Can't be that much. What? So old. Yeah, I know, but like the the property insurance, it's flood flood area with fucking old ass mobile homes. It's got to be outrageous to insure that. I don't know. I, don't, I didn't even really look at it much. I kind of did, but... um. I it's just like, saw the location. It, no, it's awesome. And but it's, it's a pretty good value. I very mean, good value. If your your rental income on it, you're probably already generating money. There's ten you're, properties that you're probably already getting cash flow. The, the you own ten trailers in there, so they're renting trailer and land from you, and then ten other ones yeah, are just land. It's perfect. It's under contract. Yeah. But I was thinking, like, you restore the roadways, make that look really nice. Well, yeah, no, you could turn that into anything. 
the land. Like, look at the lot. Yeah, I remember looking at this and I was like, yeah, oh, fucking shit. awesome. It's right at the end of the canal. <clears throat> no, yeah, that's amazing. You could turn half of those into Airbnbs and just turn it. You'd basically and just deck it out with like Airstreams or something, little by little. It'd be guaranteed money. God damn, I wish I would have seen that earlier. No, yeah, it's under contract. I would keep an eye on that though because it may fall through. You never. I've know. actually, I I know who that realtor is. Wonder. Dude, it, it was you. You have to be generating money already on it. Yeah, I mean, I'm, what I'm assuming. Is. I'm assuming land rental there is probably like let's say three fifty to four hundred a month. Low. I always like to gauge low, and then a property rental there is probably what six hundred to do a trip. I mean, let's. I'm just talking, to rent the trailer. Just to rent the trailer at and least, then the land. At least six hundred. It's got to be right, and then the land. Rent has got to be three fifty to four hundred. Houses on my street, I could rent my house up for like two thousand and change a month. Think about that, dude. It was that would have been a winner because the seven hundred thousand dollar loan, which you're paying down twenty percent. So what's that? That puts you at well ten percent seventy. So no, you got to put down twenty. I know. So you put in one forty, which means you owe five sixty and five hundred thousand. What's to nah, it's a good deal. No, yeah, because you're getting. Let's say on the low, you're getting five hundred. Let's say three fifty a month times twenty properties, which is low. That's seven thousand a month. You're netting. It's a fucking winner. Yeah, look at this. I love three fifty a month. You're netting seven grand. So that means after expenses, you're profiting. Let's say. Just super conservatively, two thousand a month. Oh, you want to know what I was looking for? Which this wow. honestly could be your route. No, we've we've been wanting to buy mobile homes for a while. We've been talking about that for years. Ah, uh, so you are instantly. Yeah. Excited. Well, yeah, it's a good. It's a good. Fucking it's a amazing concept. If I was you get a park, at, a twenty twenty um, unit park. <clears throat> yeah, my dad really liked that. I was looking up here in Brooksville at commercial properties and like. If you could find something like this, a shop that's already built. Yeah. I I look at commercial properties this a lot. Is, but this is too small than what you want something bigger from what I understand. But he's just doing more of like a custom class. Well, no, that's perfect for my private shop. That's, that's So, yeah, and this is right on Cortez Boulevard. But, yeah, it's pretty nice. Like, that's the main road that we got off. Remember when we went to that auto power sports place? Okay. Halo. You can make that showroom a hell of a lot nicer. But it's it's already nice, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's in good shape. Nice bathroom. Got a urinal. Yeah, that's perfect. That'd be perfect for a private garage, a, dude. Yeah, and look at that. He's got it listed at 455 But see, that's too much. Yeah, I, you can... But you, have, but you can build that building for like 200000 Yeah. Easily. I mean, I'm, so I'm not building that for less. So that's... that's I think that's where we're going to end up falling... Um, is I'm just going to buy a property and then just build it. Well, that's what makes the most sense. Yeah. Or you buy something bigger, or, or not even something bigger, you buy something that's decent. I want and some. You, and you just do a build out on it. Like I built, I renovated this. Yeah. Can, I could, but if you, you're never going to find a good enough deal, I don't think. There you will. Ah, oh, man. I don't know. There you will. Eventually. Like that thing is a good enough deal. <clears throat> yes and no. It's 800000 well, you'd get it for less. What you would have the to mobile home park is a a winner. That to me, well, I know, but they're two different businesses. One of them is a rental property. One of them's 
a custom shop. So I mean, yeah, I know, but but in order to sales. in order to get the revenue back on that building, I just think it'd be it'd be so hard. Yeah, but hard. they're two different. Things. I agree. So you can't compare it from a from a return standpoint. The other the custom shop is more of a fun slash hobby money making enterprise, whereas having rental properties is just having rental properties. Yeah. So I mean it's you go into rental properties to get rent. Yeah. That's it. Like Well but that's just in, the thing. Like, but if you look at that, right? Let's say you go and look at it and you say, Okay, well I because I think if you see it then you'd be able to better imagine what yeah. you would do with it. Like maybe because you already have a warehouse. Maybe all you got to do is put a new door in. But I agree. But but that's eight hundred thousand. So I can buy five acres for let's say a hundred grand, and then put a building on yeah, it, decked out you for two hundred. Five acres for a hundred grand. Where? Brooksville. Okay, and you said you don't want to go that far. Yeah, but then I got to nut. I got to nut up another fucking. Um, five hundred thousand. That's a lot of money. Like that's a lot of money to just oh, just high. yeah, to buy that lot versus yeah. yeah. But you're also getting the structure and the land value here is substantially more because you're Agreed. in the heart of Clearwater. Agreed. So, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of things you got to look at. It's, but the mobile home park thing would have been. <laughs> See that? Yeah, that's a hundred percent. I was looking at this. Like, if I had the time. This is right on the main strip where we went through. This is basically what I did. I bought an old thing, like an old house, and just fixed it up. Like you could buy this for a hundred grand. It's right there downtown. Yeah. You could buy this for less than a hundred grand, right? Let's say you get it for like ninety, and just fix it up and turn that into a rental. It's got a great roof. Nice looking. Yeah, that roof is done. Uh, right on a busy ass. How many lots is it technically? A, Down there, it's a few lots technically. It's a quarter acre right there, but it's a good looking building. Got a good parking lot. Got a little patio. Wow. Just needs to be fixed up on the inside, right? It just looks like dog shit. That's just cosmetic. See that? That's just cosmetic. See that? I agree. That's a st- you for a hundred thousand. You put another twenty in it, let's say, which is high. So you're in it at 120. I would just strictly do it to get it rented. Well, that's what I'm saying. And I could still live here. Like, you know what I mean? Like that's the, it's, you, a good, it's a good deal. I agree because I think you can. I think you can get enough money a month to make it worthwhile. Easily. For sure. Turn that into a business rental, right? Yeah, that's it. And then if you ever wanted over to business, there you could, or you could just sell it. With that little, with that little um, patio, you can do like a little brewery there. Ooh. Yeah, or have a little market for the veggies. I mean, there's a lot. So, you know, let's fucking go. Let's expand our horizons a little bit. Like, that's why I was looking at that. Just to see what's... what's Because I like looking at commercial stuff around here. But it's just... Like, commercial out of town may be a different strategy, too. Yeah. Because if all you're doing is doing it to rent, who cares? And then I was looking at... Um, <clears throat> see that's the when the numbers keep going higher it's just so it's like the the rental market so when we started buying back in 2000 um in like 10 12 so one segue this is where when i drove home i took 75 when i got to gainesville mm-hmm. this was cool i took this 121 road just directly south 
And once I got into Williston, continued on to 41. So I basically just said, screw 75. And I just ran on 41 through all these towns, then Dunellen, into Inverness, into Floral City, and then you get into Brooksville, and then you're right at Veterans. Yeah. So it's literally, remember, they're talking about the corridor. So eventually, that's why all this land up here, like Floral City, where I'm looking, all this, this road, 589, is, has to continue north. It will continue to basically, it's veterans all the way north, which means this 41 becomes even more and more valuable. That's the honey hole right there of land. So I was looking here, you can find acreage for like less than five grand an acre. And there's a lot of it. <laughs> like, I was like, there was one, this guy's got one listed for like 59 grand. He's like, I'll do owner financing if you put down like 18 grand. See, like, that makes sense right now. And it's like 10 acres. <clears throat> How far away is it? It's two hours. So it's a little bit at your threshold. Because I'd rather be about an hour and a half away. Yeah, me too. An hour and a half isn't bad. Yeah. But it's only an extra <laughs> half hour. Yeah. It's a half hour. So, um... Was it Morristown? Or maybe it was Willistown? I don't know. Anyway, it was one, but it's right there. Enjoyed it, guys. You guys have a good night. Over and out. I gotta find this one that I, I saw. I don't know why it's doing that. It's crazy though, cause like I look at all this shit, but not right now. My number one priority is building that. Building yeah, that. no. You know what I mean? But it's well, like, that's just this shit just gets me so off fo focused, cause I want to do everything. No, I don't. I disagree. I you think, think it, it? I think it just motivates me more. Yeah, that's true. I'm I'm smart enough to know it's not feasible.